Jeffrey Dahmer soaking blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot dings. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. We're here to entertain you. It's about to get strange. Tom, what the fuck? Why? We fucking said Nikes, and you knew that. You know that. Nike Man, uniform. all I got is Adidas. You don't know how much these cost me? That's all I got, bro. Were you even listening at the meeting? Oh, man, you know Doe's voice. It's like my grade 7 English teacher. It just puts me to sleep. Don't you hear me snoring in the back? Yes, furiously. It sounds like you're sawing logs, but that's not the point. Did, did you at least remember to wear all black? Oh, you know me. I'm like a 2003 emo kid. I'm always wearing black. All right, whatever. Just, all right, everyone, pull them out. All right, here we go. Pulling out the whole bald shape. All right, everyone, eat your applesauce and drink up. Well, you know, at least we're not, you know, going out sober. Once again, Tom, you completely missed the message of the group here, but yeah, you're right, I guess, technically. Just fucking drink it, would you please? Stop stop staring at it and savoring it and just fucking drink it. Holy shit! We fucking made it! You know, I, uh... I didn't want to... I didn't want to say anything before when we were back on Earth, but I kind of had my doubts, but... Turns out... Right on the money. Huh. Ooh, buttons. <laughs> the only weird thing is, though, man, it kind of feels like I got an empty coin purse underneath my dick. Oh, 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 you, you know the bus fare we always carry with us? Yeah, the quarters? Yeah. Can you can you guess where mine are right now? Uh. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> Hell yeah. I guess you'll never forget them now. No, they're always with me. What the fuck? What? What? That motherfucker's got balls! You son of a bitch. Well, he wasn't right about everything! I got no balls! Yeah, I'm gonna get on a spaceship. Let's get into it. We'll title this tape uh, Planet Earth About to be Recycled. Your only chance to evacuate is to leave with us. Welcome to the most cringiest podcast out there. <laughs> We're so cringy, we make your mama cry. Welcome, I am Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson, a.k.a. The Raptilian. And who do we have on this very, very special episode? Oh, you know, Anton back in the house. What's up, yes. everybody? What's going on? All right, so we're going to get into our second cult that we've ever dived into, Heaven's Gates Cult. But before that, if you we want to gather all the hose heads together and patriotism and go on Apple Podcast and give us a five-star review with a very 
nice um, review, even if you don't listen to us on there, because some goofs are coming out of the woodwork to smite us and say that we don't pronounce words properly, which he may be right about that. But we're not supposed to be some crazy intellectual podcast. We are drinking and smoking weed and talking about strange serial killers, true crime, aliens. It is supposed to be fun. And if you don't enjoy us or we offend you, all you have to do, it's so simple. You just press stop and then you just stop listening and you go on about your day. Yeah. You know, just hit the unfollow button, hit the, un, you know, just, just, just don't listen. Just don't listen yeah, at all. And if you love but, us, um, we love you. We got a lot of fans actually coming out of the woodwork to support us, sending us messages, emailing us. So we appreciate all those fans, all the people that listen to one or two episodes and like, man, this is so cringe worthy. Well, go fuck yourself and turn it off. <laughs> Uh, and to all of you that do love and support us, please go out and, and rate five stars. It helps us get into more ear holes. You know, it just, just yes. brings a message to more people. And our message is for demon people. Not really. We're just a couple of assholes getting fucked up talking about weird shit. But it's fun. And if you like it, please hit that five star. Hit the like and uh, share. All that shit. Thank you. What the fuck is that, Tom? It's <laughs> it's filled with uh, gin and tonic. I literally have one of those huge measuring cups with... Um, Four cups of gin and tonic in it. I mixed it. So uh, dry January, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is going real well for Tom. We know he gave it up. It probably uh, won't come out till February, weeks. but 100%. Um, but it's it, January right now, uh, bitch. It, yeah, it went, the end of it. it went for two weeks. Um, but uh, I survived two weeks of it, and now I got a big thing of uh, gin and tonic. It is delicious, bro. Hey, cheers to that. I thought I was ridiculous with my oversized mug of coffee, which has whiskey and Irish cream in it. Nope, I have literally a liter cup full of fucking gin and tonic. They I'm Rick. Oh, Canadians I just spilled it on myself. Canadians and your measurements a liter. Who even knows what a liter <laughs> is? Um, I actually love gin and tonics right now, man. Love them. Love my, one them. of my best buddies is really into gin right now, too. Well, one of my best buddies beside you, baby. Oh, yes. You're my, <laughs> you're my best friend. All right. So this is going to be interesting. Um, you know, Marshall Applewhite is a fucking nutbag. The way he talks with his eyes open is extremely scary. I'm convinced. I'm, we'll get off of this off the hop. I'm convinced he's an alien himself. I know he, he claims he very well be. might be. Yeah. He, yeah. Just the way he talks in his eyes, it's fucking shifty. Strange stuff. So a friendly and happy, caring Christian and devoted husband, father of two, walked away from everything to create a cult. And his name was Marshall Apple white to, to be fair. He didn't, he didn't necessarily walk away from it so much as his wife threw him out for banging another student. He banged two. What's two. Eminem's real. Isn't Eminem's name Marshall 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 <laughs> Marshall Marshall Marshall. I think it's Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Or is that another pseudonym for shady? Yeah. Marshall Mathers. Yeah. And Marshall Marshall Apple white. Heaven's Gates was a strange group, even among the bizarre new age beliefs that were popularized in the 1970s, a time when a generation of free spirits, hippie freaks, and vagabonds were leaving their old religious beliefs behind. Heaven's Gates was the first cult to go high tech. It had a website before most traditional businesses actually did. He used that website too. To, that's how he brought people in because everyone was like, wow, look at this. I, <laughs> I got it pulled up right now. Yeah, it's uh, by, by today's standards, it's, it's awful. Yes, it's not a good website, but I mean, by back in the day standards, it's 
It's also awful because who the fuck puts green text on black background? That's just <laughs> eye burning. Uh, I feel like they've they've softened the colors a bit. Now it's a lot more in pastels. Well, it was like that pages. site, that Bibliotheca Palladius site is like that too. <laughs> yeah, and I've used that Most, for research. <laughs> Most paranormal sites are uh, break the golden rule of the internet, which is don't put green text in a black background because they're all just like, but I love the X-Files. Like, we <laughs> all love the X-Files, okay? All right. So, yeah, the Heaven's Gates, was they were first to go high tech. You know, I had a website, um, and its beliefs were miraculously spacey, involving aliens, UFOs, and talks of ascension to the next level. Visitors to the website were not quite sure uh, what they were reading, if it was actually a joke or not, which I, especially back then. Well, so many religions, wild, uh, wild or at least cults start out sounding as jokes, or it's more just like a using an idea that, that sounds absurd to test the waters of, are you into this? Do you buy this? Yeah. Is this something that you're interested in? You know, and, and any group that can take themselves semi humor with, with, you know, with a, with a spoonful of sugar to be semi humorously in their views is, Arguably much more accessible than a group that's like, here's are these things. You have to live this way. You have to do this. It's like you kind of ease people into that because Heaven's Gate is the same. Scientology. Yeah, they they have a very stringent way of doing things, but they 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 go about bringing you in under this illusion of, well, we care about you. We want to help you. We want to do this. And for many people, maybe it did help them. You know, obviously in, in Heaven's Gate, it's. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how much improvement you get out of, you know, that, but. And this is like the wild, wild west of the internet, man. Like, yeah, it's really the early is. days. It's the early days. It's pre Silk Road days, too. Yeah. It's like, you can't, still can't even buy drugs on the internet yet. It's fucking crazy. So the cult borrowed much uh, from Christianity as Applewhite claimed to his followers uh, that he was able, uh, that the cult. The cult borrowed much from Christianity, as Applewhite claimed to have been able to save his followers from Lucifer. Applewhite, luckily, was the reincarnation of Jesus. Just like David Koresh. Yep. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a fan of the Koresh. I don't, people don't like that, but... I don't know. I don't, look, I, I fully. I don't know. I'm the first person to sit here and say that what the ATF did was not legal. They they broke their own law and it was fucked up. But I, I also wouldn't wouldn't put it past them that maybe he was having some sort of inappropriate relationships with some of the younger people that were in his I congregation. I just don't know. I just don't know if they made that up. Well, that's that's go back and listen to our uh, me and it's, Billy yell about that. It's a solid way to immediately discredit somebody yes. because anyone that would come to their aid and be like, well, I I think that's made up. They'd be like, oh, you're supporting that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good to know about you. It's like, no, no, I'm just raising questions. No, I don't. Because trust I, me, I don't. I'm not supporting children. Fucking yeah. please, I'm not supporting it. Okay. Yeah, you're not Justin Trudeau. You're not supporting <laughs> that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it was a combination that provoked laughter and ridicule more often than it convinced people to join. But you just need a couple, just a few, and they tell their friends. Dude, they got ridiculed hard on some of the message boards too. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I couldn't imagine, man. The way oh, you dude, the one dude was just like, because they they would post to like Star Trek boards and shit because they were all gigantic sci-fi nerds, which my peeps. And uh, <laughs> like the, they posted to one Star Trek board, and someone's one of the person's response was simply, "Yeah, and what's what's the point of posting this on Star Trek? What is this? What the fuck? <laughs> you don't want to join our call, though, bro." Board? Yeah. Well, no, we're just, we're tying it in. They're like, no, no, wrong place, bud. Wrong place. You know what? Wrong, I, wrong crowd, wrong audience. We will succeed when uh, we start a cult. 
dude, did you see a sidebar? Fucking those 30 seconds to Mars cucks with fucking Jared Leto have their own cult island. Do they? I heard about that, but they actually got their own island now. Yeah, dude, they got they got their own island and you can pay like five grand or something, something stupid to go there and like bang people in the band or some shit. I don't know. Jesus it's all Christ. Internet conjecture, but I hate Jared Leto. So I figure, you know, yeah, so it was entirely possible. I hate him almost as much as I hate Tom Cruise. Also, worst Joker ever. <laughs> Marshall Applewhite, the son of a Presbyterian minister, was born in 1931 in Texas. Known for his musical talents, his jazz hands, just joking, he developed an interest in opera <laughs> and attempted to become an actor. So he, you know, he tried and um, we'll get into it, but he was, uh, he was tipping his, he was tiptoeing in the tulips, you could say. Yep. <laughs> Tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> His dreams didn't work out. He pursued a mu- he pursued musical careers at universities instead, acting as a music professor in Houston. In 1970, he was allegedly fired from his job as a music professor at Houston University of St. Thomas because of an alleged affair with one of his male students. You don't have to say alleged. That should happen. That's documented. That happened. Definitely sucks some cock. I mean, it's kind of Applewhite's whole big thing is he just wasn't cool with the fact that he was also into dick. Yeah, and you definitely, definitely was. Uh, the one book that uh, I, had, I had read that was talking about him constantly listed him as a bisexual. And I don't know, that kind of mm-hmm. like pissed me off a bit where I was like, I guess because he had a wife and kids at one point in time that he could be listed as that. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we're all speaking conjecture here because the only person that would have known this was uh, Nettles and yeah. uh, Applewhite. Well, uh, yeah, you know, did, she, did, did he enjoy did when shuffle. she, yeah, but they, they, well, we'll get into it, but they, they weren't a fan of sexuality and well, yes, that's, that's why they, is it what? Six of them had no yobbles. Yobbles. Well, here's the other thing though, is like, was Applewhite one of those people who just explored sexuality and was truly asexual in his own mindset? But like, yeah. he was like, I'm not happy in a relationship. So there's another big thing about him is that he could never find contentment in any sort of physical relationship. Yeah. So I think that was one of the things that led to, you know, his philosophy and his his outlook on just life and the world in general. That's, that's true. Through Applewhite. Incel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they know what happens to them. They go shooting people. Um, or maybe Allegedly. Killing them, or more killing them with fucking poisonous drinks. Though Applewhite and his wife were already divorced by that point, he apparently struggled uh, with the loss of this job and may have even had a nervous breakdown. Imagine what his nervous breakdown would would be. I don't have a clip of it, um, but uh, for the YouTubes, uh, but man, Applewhite with fucking hair is is weird. He, I thought he was weird bald, but with him with hair is even fucking stranger. As a young man, he's not unattractive. Like he's, I mean, I'm not talking that weird little swoopy <laughs> hair that he had in the yeah. 80s yeah. Or, or the 70s or whatever. I'm talking like when he was like 19, 20. Like he didn't look that weird but he got much weirder and weirder as you know time went on for sure that's for sure a couple years later he met bonnie nettles a 44 year old nurse with strong interest in biblical uh, philosophy and prophecy as well as a few lesser known spiritual beliefs and uh it is i heard on the doc that i was watching that you know she 
her and her daughter, like Bynell's daughter, would like look up at UFOs and they mm-hmm. always talked about being picked up by a UFO and how great it would be to like leave the earth. And um, I'm not going to lie. I've had those thoughts, too. Yeah, most people have had those thoughts. And I'm guessing if you're listening to the show, you're one of those people, too. But yeah. it doesn't mean, you know, you go and start a fucking religion over it. But I, hey, if, you, if that's what you want to do, by all means, fucking you do you. I know. It's just crazy. Uh, you know, imagine if Heaven's Gates became the Scientology that we know. <laughs> it could have happened yeah, if they would have had, you know, a charismatic leader such as L. Ron Hubbard that was there to screw over everybody and, you know, steal a bunch of people's money. Scientology, fuck you. Don't yeah. sue us. And that's that's eventually coming on the podcast, but that's going to be a big one. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Big one. So while the uh, while the true story of how Apple White and met Nettles remains kind of murky, they don't really know how they actually met. Supposedly, Apple White's sister maintains that he entered a Houston hospital with heart trouble, and that Nettles was one of the nurses who treated him, and they had their love story came alive. Yeah, yeah. It's it's truly one of the most romantic things that has ever happened to a couple of psychopaths. Yeah, apparently Nettles convinced Applewhite that he had a purpose and that God saved him for a reason. Alternate reports say Applewhite had checked himself into a psychiatric hospital where he met Nettles. He's like, I I I don't know who I am anymore. Aliens are talking to me in my head. Yeah, he was known to have voices uh, talking to him in his head. Obviously, he he frequently talked about having depression, which stemmed from his failed marriage, uh, his lost career. Yeah. The fact that he just couldn't come to terms with the fact that, you know, he really enjoyed Dick, which, you know, who doesn't? And Applewhite himself would say that he simply was visiting a friend in the hospital when he encountered Nettles. Regardless of how they met, Applewhite would later recall that he felt that he had known Nettles for a long time and ultimately concluded that they had met in a past life, which I know your, your, your theories and I know you don't believe in, you believe in coincidences and stuff like that. Um, one of my beliefs, everything's coincidence, but I'm just saying, yes, I a hundred percent believe that coincidence is a very real thing and it does happen. One of my beliefs though, I do think that supposedly with all the research I've done, the books that I've read, it's, it's convincing that the people that you meet in this life, you've already had around you in past lives. Like even people like you work with in another life, they could be your sister or your friend or, and that these people now in this life are kind of connected to you and you see them throughout your life in different ways. Like who knows me and you could have known each other in the past life. Me and Billy could have, we could have been brothers. We could have been, um, lovers. We could have been, you could have been a girl. I could have been a girl. Like it's the thing that souls, right. In my belief, it's weird because we're talking about heaven's gates is that, so I don't believe souls do have really a gender that you can, here, I believe in biology. That's one thing I do believe in, in this physical plane. But that the fact that like in other earthly realms, you could reincarnate as a woman, as a gray alien, maybe. I don't know. As a reptilian, you could. In my opinion, anything is fucking possible. Well, you know, if that's if that's the case, yeah, sign me up, please. Fucking get it right the second time, assholes. <laughs> 
Yeah. We were married in a past life. We were Apple White in Bonnie. It'd be funny if it was. Oh, don't don't say horrible things like that. I'm just joking. We couldn't be. We were both born before know, they died. That's what I was joking about. I was like, like people that are like, I'm the reincarnation of Kurt Cobain. It's like you were born in 1991. Shut the fuck up. So strange, man. There's a lot of strange people out there, and I'm and I'm one of them. Uh, so, we love all of you, strange. Fuckers. Yes, we do. So Nettle's story was a bit different, actually. She said that their meeting what had been foretold by extraterrestrials. Yeah, I mean, that was her background, though. Like, Nettles was super obsessed with aliens. And uh, yep. I think she's I feel like that a lot of that comes from a dissatisfaction with her own life. I don't know. I don't know what it was, if she just needed something more or if she was truly dissatisfied with her own life. But she certainly had really escapist fantasies. That's true. Which again, who doesn't? But. I know. Yeah, you know. And regardless of how they met, Applewhite would later recall that, you know, that he, he just feels that they've met a long time ago and that, you know, there's some connection there. And, you know, and he started to, and she probably fed these ideas, this, these grandiose ideas in his head that he was a Jesus figure. And he even says he was reincarnated. Uh, he was Jesus. So the one or the mind that was in Jesus, what? <laughs> that mind is in me? You'll have to decide that for yourself. I must admit that I am here again, that I'm here saying exactly the same thing that I said then, trying to say it in today's language, trying to hope that for your sakes, you can see what we have to offer you for our father offers you life not talking about human life if planet is about to be recycled and we see the planet as a stepping stone planet earth a stepping stone that just as within a civilization a civilization evolves upward that each segment of civilization becomes more civilized, less barbaric in some ways. It's supposed to, not that it necessarily does. Sometimes it seems to appear to be more civilized when, in fact, it becomes more barbaric, more quick to condemn the rest of the world, more quick to be quick to kill the rest of the world that does not think as it thinks. Well, I know what I just said. I said that I am the return of the son of my father. I'll tell you something that's even more remarkable. My father came with me this time. <laughs> just like how he's like... Uh, Sorry, oh, man. Doe's voice always puts me to fucking sleep. I just, just how he's like, uh, what? Yeah. I am the yeah. We at the beginning this part. He phrases it as a question in the beginning, and then at the end, it's just like, guess what? I am this like, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you understand that Hebrew? The word God in Hebrew means I am. Okay, good for you. So the one or the mind that was in Jesus, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Honestly, I, but it's just I. Okay, I part of me does like I such man. I've been I've I researched Heaven's Gates when I was like fifteen. Like it is, I've been into this stuff for a very long time. Um, but I can understand partly why people might have followed him 
And then to a point where they're like, this case, the, as soon as he's mentioning cutting off your balls, and it's like, all right, um, this shit ends here. But the way he does talk, it is, it is an amalgamation of a lot of different things because mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of all these different philosophers and stuff like that. And, and people that speak out even now, it kind of reminds me of some of the shit that fucking David Wilcox says, you know, that I get why people would follow along with this shit to an well, extent. All small groups like that have very similar messages. At least that's been my experience through researching them as well. David Wilcox is not a small group, motherfucker. I'm not talking about Wilcox. <laughs> Just David Wilcox is a fringe minority. Okay? <laughs> Literally. But yeah, so many groups that will, I I think that's um, primarily those that are of Western origin. I mean, they're all drawing from the same well. They're all drawing from new age spirituality and Christianity. And there's only so many variations upon those that one can build. So a lot of them are going to have overlapping thoughts and theories and ideas about the way things are. Uh, Christianity being the biggest death cult in the world currently still. Yeah. So what about, uh, can we, uh, I wouldn't mind. I was going to say one of the biggest. I, I think all religion is culty, um, but some sections of certain religions, Christianity is a big one. Catholicism is too, but even Muslims, man. If if you're well, if you're a fucking Abrahamic faiths, God damn it, be considered death cults. If you're a fucking woman and you just want to fucking be a woman and live your life and maybe not get abused by your husband, you get like acid thrown on you. Well, there are there are progressives even amongst all worlds or all yes. all worlds. There are progressives amongst all worlds. There are progressives <laughs> amongst all religious communities. Yeah. Unfortunately, they are often the minority voices in most of these communities because you got to figure most of these communities are based on thousands of years of tradition, tradition, yeah. which is bullshit. You know, I don't trust uh, I don't trust religion, but I trust some of the people that trust religion because they're not nobody is nobody is bad. Um, there's a lot of people that are bad, but there's nobody like. In the religion aspect of it, people just they're they're trying to follow what they think is right. Yeah, I don't trust anything that's beyond questioning. Yeah, you tell me that I can't I can't ask these questions or that you know I just don't have enough faith to find the answer to these questions. Then yeah, whatever it is isn't for me. You know how to end every argument? You just say follow the science. Follow the science. Okay? No, Tom. Hey, look. Alternatively, we on the other side of that of that fringe community often say what? What phrase? Follow the follow the money. cult leader. Yeah, follow, follow the money. The, follow the money. Follow the cult leader. <laughs> Which, honestly, to be honest, in my country too, um, our fucking PM. The prime minister, Mr. Fucto, is pretty More much like a BM. Yeah, he is pretty <laughs> much he is pretty much like a cult leader. The way he sees himself is incredible. It's someone who has, if if you don't agree with my agree, my my with you don't agree with me, I, uh, um, uh, uh, you're not Canadian because I am Canada. I am Canada. anyone who follows party lines that heavily is a cult member. Mm-hmm. You know, because you shun anyone who has a different opinion than you. Yes. You know, you, you cut off outsiders because they don't feel the same way, but that's that's totally different. Yeah, and you that's, know, you know, story it, for another time. Yeah, another another time because if you can't question science, guess what? It's not science. It's not science. 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 All right. So Apple White um by 1973, Marshall and Nettles were convinced that they were two witnesses described in the biblical book of Revelations and they were gifted higher level minds than other people and they would prepare for their kingdom of heaven they wrote a pamphlet describing how jesus had been reincarnated as a texan implying 
that fucking apple white was Jesus. Before long, UFOs were added into the mix. And, you know, definitely he loves his UFOs. Now, most of the illustrations of extraterrestrials these days have been grotesque. Looked like giant in- insects or slimy reptilians or eyes so big that you could fall into them. And an extraterrestrial that we say is a genuine extraterrestrial is not a fallen angel, is not a space alien. We see fallen angels and space aliens as synonymous. Ding, ding. He mentioned the reptilians, bro. Yeah, you popped a chub over that one, didn't you? Oh, I fucking love it, bro. I love it. All right. Little, so I'm sitting here looking at the tonic. original flyer yeah, did for you? Heaven's yeah. Gate. And it's UFOs in San Francisco area. Why are they here? Who have they come for? When will they land? <laughs> Two individuals say they were sent from the level above human and will return to that level in a spaceship. UFO. Within the next few months... This man and woman will discuss how the transition from the human level to the next level is accomplished and when this may be done. This is not a religious or philosophical organization recruiting membership. However, the information has already prompted a number of individuals to devote their entire energy to the transitional process. If you have ever entertained the idea that there might be a real physical level in space beyond the Earth's confines, you'll want to attend this meeting. (laughs) Monday, August 25th, 8 p.m., University of San Francisco, McLaren Hall, room 252-2130, Fulton Street. (laughs) Come come to our fucking convention. Punch and pie will be served. Yes, there is me. We're under the impression that there will be punch and pie. We ain't got no goddamn punch and pie. UFO conventions are hilarious, though, man, because people just pay for like booths and stuff. Well, I've Bro, told you, you about the one convention smelled bad. Yeah, Ooh. we went to one with the UFO, and there's there's one guy. And you definitely know that he paid for his booth, and then he just put up put up pictures of clouds, and he was like, "This cloud's a UFO that disguised themselves. This cloud's a UFO. You can see because you can see the outline." He's going off and giving us me and Chelsea shit, and I'm like. All right, like I do believe that UFOs have cloaking technology to make you see a holographic image, maybe that look like a cloud. But this guy was like, looked like um, Neil Young on crack. Fuck Neil Young. Yeah, hundred percent. So um, Appleway Nettles began to call themselves Bo and Peep, him and her, Doe and T, and also Guinea and Pig. Which uh, somebody? I thought you were going to say Guinea and WAP for a second. You're like, dude, <laughs> no, no. Italians are people too, Tom. I know they're horrible people. The Guinea and Pig uh, line always uh, makes me laugh because uh, that's what ninety percent of Can- Canadians are. Oh, burn! <laughs> so, sometimes they even went as Winnie and Pooh and Tiddly and Wink. Like some of their names for each other are so stupid. Do you think? Uh, should, do, you, do you think uh, Applewhite ever gave Nettles his uh, chubby little cubby all stuffed with fluff? It's a line in the Winnie the Pooh song, you oh, piece of really? shit. <laughs> Is it actually? Oh, yeah. Chubby uh, little cubby all stuffed with fluff. I think Applewhite had a, probably a pencil dick. I don't always get into dick conversations. I really hope that Applewhite had like a 14-inch dick that he just was <laughs> like, I don't want this. Yeah. That would make the castration that much funnier. Be yeah. like, 
bro, are you serious? Like, you could have had a really good life being an awkward, weird-looking dude in porno. I know. I mean, uh, me and Chelsea were talking about this. She's like, oh, it looks so weird if you got castrated. Because uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to brag, but I do have big balls. And then she's, like, saying, she's like, it would look, you, you know, your dick sits on your big pillows. And then it would just look so empty. It would just look flat. And I was like, Thanks. We go through this every time you bring this up, Tom. <laughs> that is testicular cancer. Go get checked out. I know. Uh, size of eggs, they say. So uh, <laughs> there, there was a bitch. there was a platonic, sexless partnership. So they didn't really, as far as they say, they didn't really have sex or anything. Uh, I wonder why. And keeping this kind of aesthetic lifestyle. And they would come to encourage amongst their followers. Be like, you know, like a lot of cults. Uh, it's, uh, this is one, because a lot of cults, well, oh man, there's one that specifically that we're eventually going to get into um, that is very disgusting. And um, Children of God. Is, I was going to say, are we talking Children of God? Because that's the worst one. Yes. That, I think uh, well, that and the Nexium cult are also equally ooh, horrible. I watched a doc on that. That will be, all those were like, we haven't touched too much. I've, after 200 and some odd episodes, we haven't really touched too much on cults other than just like mentioning them but this is when i told you we're gonna start getting into bigger bigger topics and more elaborate episodes on stuff and um you know that this is actually a cult for once a lot of cults they're like you know you can't have sex with each other you know leave out the sex but you know what i'm the leader you can have sex with me though everyone has sex with me that is terrible. one of the separating things of Heaven's Gate from other cults. Yeah, Everything, you're, you're on the money every with that cult, one. Almost that. every cult. Jones. Jim Jones. Fucking David Koresh. Um, the Children of God. Even Nexium. Nexium like, there's the so many. Shit. Yeah, so many. I, I will qualify Epstein as a cult. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's get into how they recruited their followers. So, Apple, White, and Nettles wasted no time advertising their new cult despite how disorganized it was at first. Before they gave presentations, they would distribute posters that often promoted a bizarre mix of conspiracy theory and science fiction. They published advertisements for greetings where they recruited their disciples, whom they called the crew, quotations. At uh, At the events, they purported to represent beings from another planet, the next level, who sought to participate for an experiment. So they, they sought out people to join on their strange experiment. Uh, mm-hmm. They stated that those who agreed to take part in the experiment would be brought to a higher evolutionary level. And that's even in his talks. He's like, oh, what do you, what's all this doomsday stuff? If you're an intelligent being, you wouldn't really think about that. And he's like, you know, that uh, it's, it's weird to talk about evolution when we're talking about God and stuff like that. He literally mix so many different ideologies in one thing. Well, if you take a whole bunch of bullshit and you sprinkle in some sci-fi and you add a couple facts here and there or things that are not disprovable, you get, you know, a successful cult. You get an ideology that you can brainwash, sure. uh, not, not gullible people. Cause I feel like that's almost a disrespectful term for these people, but like seekers, for yeah. lack of a better term, because that was the word that kept coming up over and over in the book that I read, um, which was uh, Heaven's Gate, America's UFO cult, which was, it was solid, but it was it, it was definitely presented in a different way. Really? Then I was looking other- at that, but it was long. So I was like, I don't know if I was able to fit it in because I have audible credits. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and well, I been- audible, it's only like nine hours long. So if you have the time at work or whatever, yeah. you can just burn through it. I've been listening to the real Anthony Fauci. So that's for a fucking rant episode. 
Shout out to the Patreon. www.patreon.com slash Strange Podcast. Strange Brew. So, and this is interesting. This is why I have a soft spot a little bit for Koresh because people like Ill Bill, a rapper, talks about him and his detailed and how he changed his name and the details of his story that maybe most people don't know. Um, he was banging a 76-year-old yeah. with a fucking freak. Koresh is a very interesting character just as Applewhite is. So they say that those who agree to take part, would you know, they would go on to this evolutionary level. And in 19, uh, 1975, during a group meeting, like, this took a long time. They built this up for it, fucking two decades, right, about... 70s, 80s, to up to the 90s. Well, it ended almost, in 97. Yeah, almost three which, decades. Weird synchronicity. I remember what the hell I was watching. Oh, I was at, uh, so when I was at Electric Avenue yesterday playing pool. I uh, was that glanced over, and, there, yeah, and then we take it higher. Yes. Also, that song is on the jukebox, but heaven help you if you play it, someone will hit you. Um, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but I had one of the TVs on, and it was some quiz show. They're like, this comet came around in 1997. And of course, being balls deep in research for this, I was like, oh, it's Hale Bob. Duh. What? Uh, and we'll get into some stuff about that later. It's going to be yeah, a fun little synchronicity. So that is really weird, actually. In 1975, yeah, during um, a group meeting with 80 people in uh, Joanna Culpepper's studio, City Home. Jo- oh, man, that's a great name. Joanne Culpepper? Culpepper? Yeah. That name sounds. Super I know it familiar. does. What is that not from? In regards to this, but no, it's something else. There's someone else named Culpepper. I think it's a singer yeah. or a musician or something. Yeah, or like a character's name in a movie or something. So they shared their uh, simultaneous revelations that they have been told that they were given witness to, supposedly, and yet these invitations were undeniably eye-catching. The word UFOs would often appear in big letters at the top with a disclaimer at the bottom. Not a discussion of UFO sightings or phenomenon. Stupid. So the posters usually claimed two individuals say they were sent from the level above human and will turn return to that level in a spaceship UFO within the next few months. And they kept saying that. That's a problem. You didn't nothing really happened until 1997, but you motherfuckers were claiming this shit in the 70s. Well, so a here's, few months, here's a few years, 10 years, maybe 15. I mean, here's here's it from the uh, from the horse's mouth uh, for Doe's intro right off of the Heaven's Gate website. What our purpose is, the simple bottom line. 2000 years ago, a crew of members of the kingdom of heaven who are responsible for nurturing gardens determined that a percentage of the human plants of the present civilization of this garden, Earth, had developed enough that some of those bodies might be ready to be used as containers for soul deposits. Upon instruction, a member of the kingdom of heaven then left behind his body in that next level, similar to putting it in a closet, like a suit of clothes that doesn't need to be worn for a while, came to earth and moved into, or incarnated into, an adult human body, or vehicle, that had been prepped for this particular task. The body that was chosen was called Jesus, The member of the kingdom of heaven who was instructed to incarnate into that body did so at his father's or older members, (laughs) dick joke, instruction. He moved into or took over that body when it was 29 or 30 years old, at the time referred to as its baptism by John the Baptist. The incarnating event was depicted as the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. Luke 3.22 That body, named Jesus, was tagged in its formative period to be the receptacle of a next-level representative, and even just that 
tagging gave that vehicle some unique awareness of its coming purpose. So they borrowed heavily from the New Age idea of the Christ consciousness, which is the whole idea that Christ was not a person but merely an energy. Yeah. You know, which is a, a very Gnostic way of, of thinking. There's a right. UFO abductee. Um, I can't find a shit anywhere but i used to use him uh his talks um some of the clips of his talks in my in my hip-hop songs my my rap music and his name was george calavisius and he was an australian ufo contactee um very intelligent dude in the way he spoke and it always drew me in when i was a teenager and he would talk constantly about the christ consciousness and a lot of ufo abductees do so maybe they know something we don't well so the christ consciousness thing is is almost exclusively a gnostic view Mm -hmm. so anyone that that takes a more orthodox view of religion christianity especially regards that completely as heresy and that no christ was a person was not a idea or a thought or an ethereal being you know my views i don't fucking know bro why was fucking horace the same shit born of a virgin mother wow a horse or yeah it's horace i think it's not osiris but it's not even just egypt though that that theme occurs throughout most ancient texts so weird. So, um, yeah, and it's just funny that he was so, um, you know, he was so religious when it came to stuff. And that's why I could see that he was like, yo, you know what? I keep having these urges for men. I got to cut off my balls and maybe I won't have those urges anymore. Look, as somebody who was raised in the Christian church, like heavily in the Christian church, as many of our fans know, I'm sure I've, I've ranted about it several times. It is a very difficult thing to find yourself being like, I, okay, I, it, what's wrong with me? Yeah, I know. Yeah, why am I I this way? And then you overcompensate for it and trying to make up for it by just being like, okay, well, I'm just gonna gonna fuck everything. I've told you about my Ned Flanders uncle, right? Yeah, and how he, my, I have an uncle that's like gay. So, Mm -hmm. and I've said the only thing I don't like about him is he's super liberal and seems to love injections um, and trusts trusts big pharma too much. A really big part of of that, and I was just speaking for somebody that's a member of that community, is. If you have differing opinions from the, the status quo of, of whatever the uh, the community's ideas are, it's very isolating. Yeah. Like beyond just going out and like getting laid and shit like that, like it, you can't really – having even mildly conservative views in the gay community is not something – yeah, I know. And, that, and it's going to make your life easier. And the fact that my that. Ned Flanders uncle, like pretty much like the real, real Ned Flanders – um, he looks like him. He's super Christian. He doesn't, he loves his brother, his gay brother, but he thinks that his brother is making this choice and that he's not actually yes. gay. It's right. crazy. And you know how damaging that is to a person? Like I can't imagine yeah. that his brother, that might be one of the reasons why your uncle has such a hard line left to stance is because he just views that everyone <laughs> on the other side of the political spectrum is like, no, no, you're just, you know what? It's your choice. You know? And that's, that's why people have an issue with like libertarians yeah. from that side as well. Cause they're just like, well, it's your choice to live that way. And we respect it. And we, we, you know, we support it and stuff. But yeah. then even just uttering that it's a choice cause it's, it's not, but my yeah, I know. But my uncle Chucky is actually pretty dope. He's very funny. His name his name is Chucky. Um, he's a he's a funny guy, but he's also extremely against what's going on because he is mm-hmm. religious, and a lot of religious people see this as like, what the fuck? You can't even go to church. Uh, that's Dude, I never thought that I would. In, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I never thought in a million years because I was a very radical leftist when I was a kid, like very much so. 
And I just, I never thought in a million years that I would be speaking of an opinion that I'm like, guys, let's stop picking on the Christians. Yeah, That's no. one of my favorite pastimes. One of my favorite pastimes is mocking religious people. Yeah, because I'm not at all. I've never been left, right, or anything. I just have certain views on the earth and the way it it, it, it is, what's going on, and how the fact that, you know, there's people at the top, they're controlling the little people at the bottom, and that shouldn't be happening, and people can do whatever they want as long as it doesn't harm anybody else. That's, That's where I'm at with know. it. Yeah, I, it's you know, I, at the end of the day, I want people to be free to make the best choices for their be- for their own lives. Yeah. I don't think that anyone, apart from someone going out and physically or psychologically or, or any way issuing harm or malice on another human being, I don't think that should be okay. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't be able to rob somebody. You shouldn't be able to hurt somebody or kill somebody. No. You should be able to defend yourself if that person wants to come at you. Yeah. And you know, you should be able to live your life however you want, as long as you're you know just. Everybody loves everybody. Best, yeah, to your, the best of your abilities and not harming anyone else. So but, when they were going through all these pamphlets and stuff, right, at the bottom, it gave a date and a place. And September 14th, 2 p.m. at the Bayshore Inn in Wadport, Waldport, or um, so it's like, go, come meet up here and you can hear us talk about uh, Jesus and UFOs. So in 1975, Bo and Peep received national attention after they gave a successful presentation in Oregon. So in this presentation and others like it, Applewhite Nettles promoted Heaven's Gates, then called human individual metamorphosis. Too long, too long, or total overcomers anonymous. They got yeah. the anonymous name before anonymous did. It's it's the, it's like the book from Val Valerian. If you ever looked up in the Val Valerian, Jesus Christ, that guy knows some shit. His first one of his more. I want this book. It's really hard to find. It's called the Psychosocial Chemical Biological Mani- uh, Manipulation of Human Consciousness. So Vinnie Paz in his first album of Jedi Mind Tricks. Um, that's why I got the tattoo. Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? Uh, the, <laughs> Every tattoo you show is the wrong one. <laughs> I know this one, uh, the Chinese symbol, which it means rich, but also means spiritual rebirth in the I Ching. But that it means I like dick. Yeah, is what it means. Uh, fucking uh, they when he did it, he's like, you know, we named our first album this, and he's like, in retrospect, it's called this, they call the label as the psychosocial now. But he's like, in retrospect, it's a very long name for an album. The psychosocial chemical biological man- manipulation of human consciousness. <laughs> like it's, a, it's fucking, a long name for a book too. I know. Would you call it name an album? So Val Valerian is someone who is uh, a lot of people really don't know about, but that guy is on some crazy ass UFO shit and knows some stuff that uh, he claims. If you hear his, uh, he you know ne- I've never even seen what this guy looks like, but I've heard audio of him talk, and he talks about he's like I don't uh, I don't believe things, I know things as fact, and he's like I how much I know, and that's why it's like I don't know, I don't like that. So with promise that a spaceship would come and whisk the cult members away to salvation, but first they had to renounce sex, drugs, and earthly possessions. How many cults do this? Many. Most of them. Many cults do this. It's fucking crazy how many cults actually do this. Almost the one every that they cult. generally allow is sex, though, because I feel like that's another way to keep everybody in line. If you're control, if you're allowing them at least one outlet for vice or happiness, then yeah, you know. So, um, uh, so in some cases, they you know need to renounce their own families. Jim Jones, which that's a huge one. I can't, I'm excited to do Jim Jones, but this all relates to other cults at the same time. We're talking about this specific one because they all kind of relate in their own ways. And that's why they're cults. Right. So only they could be elevated to a new world and better life known as Tila 
the evolutionary level above human. So an estimated 200 people attended the Oregon event. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. How do you like to pronounce? I don't know. Oregon. Because Oregon. Uh, Oregon sounds very close to Oregon energy mm-hmm. or Oregon energy. You're right. So Oregon, Oregon, or I just call it, you know, the surrounding area of Portland. It's true. While many in the town thought it was a laughable, it was laughable at first, at least a couple dozen people were interested enough to follow up with the cult, saying goodbye to loved ones in the process, uh, written into the Bible stories of the end times. Though this grassroots approach, the founders of Heaven's Gate's cult were able to pretty much convince people to leave their homes and earthly belongings behind following the group for about two decades. Like I said, the cult members didn't have a real home. Many of them maintained their anonymity. Anonymity? Anonymity. Anonymity. So cringy, Tom. So So cringy. cringy. God damn it. How dare you mispronounce a word that you just read? I know. And I'm having, I'm on my fucking fourth gin and tonic, so everybody, go fuck yourself. Um, (laughs) Go fuck yourself. So that night on CBS, Evening News, Walter Cronkite. That's the way... The cookie crumbles. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. (laughs) Reported that the group had disappeared in one of the first national reports on developing religious groups. A source of persons have disappeared. It's a mystery whether they've been taken on a so-called trip to eternity or simply taken away. One of those people uh, identifies themselves in the exit video, too. Yes. um, In the exit interview is the one. uh, I can't remember what their name was, but. In reality, Apple White and Nettles had arranged for the group to under uh, to the group to go underground. From that point, Doe and T, as two now call themselves, led to nearly one hundred members across the country, sleeping in tents and sleeping bags and begging in the streets. Yo, yo, we should start a cult of the homeless people. We'll get all the homeless people to come together. And well, I was, I was like, we'll give them drugs. You can't get that much <laughs> schizophrenia and drug use to fucking be on the same page as one another. We'll have an army of fucking drug addict homeless people. Look, look, as somebody who <laughs> traveled the country as a bum for a hot minute, I've met some people that have tried to organize gangs of homeless people. And I promise you, it never goes the way that you want it to go. You ever seen bum fights? Of course, I've seen bum fights. You remember when that dude went on Dr. Phil dressed as Dr. Phil? Yeah, <laughs> so funny. So good. He mocked him so like good. Crazy. Yeah, he just trolling the fuck yeah. out of him. I love oh, so funny. As the members moved across the country, they recruited others into the religion. The crew used numerous methods of recruitment as they toured the United States and proclaiming that the gospel, they were the gospel of a higher level of metamorphosis. And, you know, and essentially against, they were kind of against the, they're these humans of, you know, false gods. And um, they were enveloped with the sunlight for meditative healing, meditative healing, um, and the divinity, the divinity of the UFO two. So Bo and Peep um, throughout the late seventies and early eighties, as the belief systematic, uh, the as their belief system developed around the cult personalities, membership grew. Some psychologists agree that the popular movement and alternative religious experience and individualism found in the collective spiritual experiences during that period helped to contribute to the growth of new religious movements. Um, and the biggest help of that in the very early 19th centuries was Aleister Crowley. Crowley took a lot of religious movements that already existed, mm-hmm. released most of the hidden information 
through his own publications, most of which made him no money at all. Yep. And uh, then just threw in his own seasoning of whatever the fuck bullshit he wanted that best fit his shit. He That's why we credit him as one of the leading progenitors yeah. of chaos magic. Uh, but D- T and Doe took uh, to go back on the biblical aspect of T and Doe. They viewed themselves as the two spoken of in the book of Revelation. Yep. So that was the whole proselytizing and traveling while preaching thing. And they fully believed that they would be cut down in front of everyone and then resurrected to show as a show of demonstration yeah. of their true power. Because it, the idea shifted in Heaven's Gate when it first started. And it was the uh, the evolutionary level above humans. The um, you just said their name. Uh, da, 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 oh, the yeah, the the uh, the human individual metamorphosis or the total overcomers anonymous. Total overcomers anonymous. Thank you. Yes. Um. So they believed that those two would be the only two that would be cut down, and then everyone else would be able to have their physical bodies still, and they would actually physically transform. That death would not be required for anyone other than uh, T and Doe. Yeah. And then after following, um, skip ahead a little bit to following the, the death of Bonnie Nettles due to brain cancer, that's when things started to be revamped a little bit and be like, maybe we do have to die. And that's when the cult really started taking its turn towards its eventual culmination. Yeah, I'm excited for the next cult. You know what I mean? The next big cult? I don't know what that would be, but it's going to happen. The COVID cult. Yeah, it's COVIDians. Covidians, the branch Covidians. <laughs> so, unfortunately, the ATF is a part of the branch Covidians, so we're not going to see a, a raid on their compound. And actually, uh, we're recording the day that I was supposed to be in Ottawa to, uh, you know, uh, help with the trucker convoy. My buddy's going there to cook burgers uh, for all the truckers. And you know what? Freedom starts with people standing up, and I believe in it. And if you don't support this, it's awful. <laughs> let's say this in let's say this in tandem too, Tom. Fuck you, Tim Hortons. Go yeah, fuck yourself. Hundred percent. I told Chelsea I'm boycotting them, so never going to Tim Hortons again. Actually, I'd rather go to fucking, their coffee's been trashed for the last fucking five true. years anyway. So who cares? I would actually rather go to uh, um, Dunkin' Star- Starbucks. Starbucks actually said they supported fucking some shit or something like that recently. Well, Starbucks also just recently got hit with a unionization. So good and, for good for all of you that went out and unionized. Yeah, they, and they have a cult fucking symbol as their. Uh, as their coffee symbol, it is. It is a cult yeah, no. symbol. I'm, I'm not. I'm not fucking disagreeing. I'm just so, saying I don't care. Many of Apple White's and Nettles' crew hailed from obviously diverse backgrounds. Most of them are described uh, by researchers as been the uh, having been longtime truth seekers. This is why people get lost in this stuff too, or spiritual hippies who had long since believed um, in attempting to find themselves through spiritual means. I have in my long, long notes of episode ideas, one I have is hippies didn't do shit. Because <laughs> they hippies, didn't. Hippies, they're all around me. They want to save the world, but all they do is smoke pot and smell bad. They didn't do anything. I've, I no, wanna, they really, hippies, were, hippies were useful idiots. So that's, that's going yeah. into the whole Laurel Canyon theory and the controlled opposition theory of the 60s that you had a group of people that were starting to radicalize and be like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. We're not playing these yeah. fucking games. And the government was like, okay, here's a bunch of drugs and weird music to fucking trip you no, off. No, 100%. And, and um, I do believe, and I eventually want to get into it because we have um, talks in the works that's already ready to go is talking about like the bloods and crypts and stuff like that before I t- we touch upon that i want to talk about uh the black panther movement because i actually did believe what they were trying to do and this was in the middle of kind of the hippie revolution but i did have that and i think it might be a patreon episode so join the patreon if you want to support us because eventually i think that the hippies don't do shit episode should be uh mm-hmm. or didn't do shit episode should be on the patreon 
because it's for sure. You know, it's, it's an interesting case. So, however, remarkably, many of some of the you know say the same researchers note that all of Applewhite's crew were hippies recruited from far left alternative religious backgrounds. In fact, oh, I was going to say jump, jumping yeah. back to interrupt for one second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. diverse backgrounds, <laughs> diverse. My ass, that was nothing but fucking weird new age honkies. That's it. I bet. Yeah, there's no gay people in that shit. Maybe there was. Well, there's no there's no sexuality in that shit. There was a gay person. There was a gay person leading the yeah, fucking movement. True, and I I never saw uh, one Hispanic or black person in there. So I'm saying there are no people of color. There's no POCs in Heaven's Gate. No. It's all a bunch of weird fucking white people that come from pseudo Christian backgrounds yes. that all hit around the same time as the, the beginning of the New Age movement. Which the New Age movement in and of itself is basically you know. The 60s failed. Yep. Your revolution failed. Yep. Because you are all just too fucked up to actually do anything and organize in any real way. Yep. So what do you do? You're now a disillusioned seeker who has spent the last 10, 15 years, most of your formative years from the age of, you know, 17 to 20, whatever, searching for this utopia, this bohemian dynamic that uh, that never existed and would never exist in the form that you tried to make it. Oh, so yeah. now, you being disillusioned with everything in life, you're going to go try and find something. That's something. why so many Christian movements spawned out of the hippie movement. Yes. So many neo-Protestant Christian movements are like the Christ consciousness, and, and we believe this. And then other people went full full tilt on the other side and went full radical to be like, okay, well, if that's all wrong, then maybe hardcore right-wing Christianity is the only true way to go Yeah, and then there is the problem, too, with uh, propaganda um, doing certain things for certain groups, like right now, how oh, they claim the trucker convoy was a bunch of, it's white supremacists, people even in live feeds of it, it being taped today um, of people at it being like, oh, white supremacist movement. Uh, yet there's a lot of colored people in the background and a lot of people, yeah. black people, Hispanic people. There was even um, a Sikh movement of people that if, I think you, you must know who Jagmeet Singh there's is. There's a lot of Sikh truckers. And they're like saying, fuck you. You see the symbol on the back of so many fucking yeah. trailers. And you say, fuck, they say, fuck you to Jagmeet Singh because he doesn't represent their ideologies. And he's the Sikh guy that essentially wants to convert all of Canada to some radical movement. And it's, it's, sickening to see this type of propaganda being used and like i said before that propaganda is more is uh actually it's it's easy to uh use propaganda on people and it's more relevant than it ever has before like it ever ever has been they propaganda is more easily to manipulate people than ever in history right now well in the united states up until i want to say the mid-2000s it was actually illegal to there, there were policies put in place that was like you can't use until, propaganda guess what? Until, on their own citizens until post nine eleven until uh, Obama came in. Yeah, yeah. Obama uh, changed it. I'm going to get rid of that. I'm going to take that and throw <laughs> it out the window. And uh, you know, we're going to let the companies do whatever they want. To, you know, <laughs> <laughs> hey. oh, yeah, watch me make this shot. <laughs> However, uh, remarkably, many of those same researchers, like I said, they, these people had. You know, very religious backgrounds. And uh, in fact, one such recruit early was uh, John Craig as a respected Republican running for the Colorado House of Representatives at the time of joining in 1975. As the recruit numbers as the recruit numbers grew uh, in the pre-Internet days, the clan of UFO followers all seemed to have one thing in common. They had, you know, communal communal belonging in an alternative path to a higher existence without actually having any institutionalized faith. They kind of just, you know, it's just, it's just, this is a bunch of, uh, so I said, a bunch of stuff pushed into one thing. Yeah. So let's get into inside of heaven's gates. So let's it, get deep inside heaven's gate. Let's it was get a, so <laughs> deep that we're, 
We're feeling Bonnie's tonsils, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So it was a radical movement, but some, uh, the choice encompassed in, uh, in uh, the, spirit, the spirit of the decade. Um, <clears throat> many were given... Un, uh, many were giving up conventional lives and they have started seeking new spiritual answers to old questions as the most, as most with most cults, you know, like I said, they left behind their family and their friends. Apple white told the initiatives that, uh, in this videotape of the introduction that we played kind of at the beginning is parents do not possess the offspring they have. It is very evil thing for them to think that they are theirs and that they are product of theirs and property of theirs. And I agree. Yes, uh, but also at the same time, that is kind of true. They, I, if I, if I, if my, you know, if I came into my woman and my woman pushed you out, fuck you, you are my property, and you're not the property well, not. of the goddamn state. You know, you're not a property of the state. You're not a property of the parents either. You are now a living, breathing, thinking know, organism. You are the response. Like, that is your <laughs> responsibility. Yeah. But you, that is not your property. That is no. a very, um, like, that's that's the, that's the reason why so many people ran away from the farm and the mm. old, you know, American stereotype is because farmers would I don't want to fuck it. my cousin Jenny. No, not even that funny. <laughs> Farmers would just pump out kids after kids after kids yeah. after kids because it's free labor. Oh, 100%. Like, go 100%, 100%. Which it, there's nothing wrong with yeah. making your kids pitch in and making them help out. If anything, that instills values and self-worth. Like you're doing yeah. that kid a favor by being like, if it's, if you're ruining their life and running their life and being like, you can't do anything else other than be on this farm, then you're, you're taking it too far. But oh, if you're yeah. like, Hey, you have responsibilities. I want you to learn the importance of, you know, sticking to a task and understanding that you have responsibilities and understanding that there's shit you don't want to do, but you have to do it because it's a part of life to do it. It is, you know? it is crazy. And the people that believe that, uh, even shout out, if you guys have never heard of beast 1333, an amazing rapper that is cued in with uh, the things that are going on, very intelligent and has done more research than I've ever seen any other rapper do when it comes to conspiracy based mind thought. And he talked, he has a song called property of the state and how you are a property of the state. You are controlled by the state and they control you. And even in new Brunswick, uh, they caught on tape one, uh, like one representative of the government on the street saying you're like when they're talking about the the shot and how children need to get it and stuff and he said when he's walking by to these parents protesting that he's like your kids are property of the state and the guy's like what'd you just say what did you just say and they he pretty much admitted that like yeah your kids are our property See, Fuck back up. in like the 20s and the 30s, a politician would not dare say that because a mob of people would grab that politician and string people them up from a fucking now. lamppost. That's why I said if uh, if Trudeau existed in the 60s, something. Damn, buddy, that thing is almost empty. I know. But guess what? I feel fine. It's not it's not pure liquor like it usually is. So as as if abandoning their families and all their money wasn't enough members were also expected to follow incredibly strict rules including no sex no human level relationships no socialization oh, sounds familiar COVID, covidians uh but it is the idea that they 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 wanted to prepare themselves like they were already on another level like they were already picked up by the ufo like they, that's what I've heard and saw in some of the docs I watched that they weren't allowed to socialize with people outside of the cult. They wanted to, they're uh, more or less claiming that they're being prepared for this. Well, that's, that's a staple of all cult beliefs is that you have to isolate from the outside world. Like that's one of the, the criteria of being labeled a cult. That's how they condition you. Yes. That's, that's a massive part of conditioning. 
A few members, including Applewhite, took this to the extreme by undergoing castration. Along with dressing alike. They, you know, Dude, those haircuts, bro. So those fucking God. haircuts. Some of them had, like, they more or less, like, shaved some of their heads. But if you see some of the footage of them, like, they're, like, in a van driving around and talking about how we, we don't have contact with the outside world. They all have, like, bull cuts. Yeah, it's fucking. A lot weird. of people in the exit video or in the exit interviews have bowl cuts, and then the the one who is who uh, went through the neutering process was. I, I almost wonder if the shaved heads was a sign of those who were neutered, yes. and the rest were the bowl cuts because I feel like most of the female huh. members had bowl cuts. Yes, and we'll we'll get into that in a second when I play. Uh, the you can't clip. really sew it shut. So the followers were expected to be in sync about uh, even the most mundane things. Survivor uh, Survivor Michael Conyers said. Everything was designed to be an exact duplicate. You were not, you not to come up with, well, I'm going to make this, these, the pancakes this big. The mixture was size and how long you cooked for on one side and how much the burner was on, how many, how many a person got, how the syrup was poured on it. Everything was to a T. Uh, they had like, which is fucking crazy. They, everything you did, even small mundane things like making pancakes was literally set up where it had to be. Everything had to be exact duplicate. Well, that's one of the other things that separates Heaven's Gate from, say, Jonestown or Waco is that it, Waco and Jonestown ha- had a very George Orwell animal farm. You know, all yeah. animals are equal. Some animals are more equal than others vibe about it. Whereas mm-hmm. Heaven's Gate really did seem to be the, uh, you know, apart from tea and dough, everyone is on and good Lord. Every, for all the uh, the listeners out there that aren't watching this right now, Tom has gone through his entire mixing bowl of gin. And, oh, no, there's a splash left in there. There's, a, there's enough for one more drink. Pour it in your butt. Um, <laughs> God damn it. You just, must, uh, fuck. What the hell was the... Where was I at? You just fucked my train of thought, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, so... Um, yeah, Heaven's Gate really did seem to separate themselves from other cults uh, in many ways, one of which being they practiced the equality amongst mm-hmm. members. It's like T and O were, were more just the teachers, but I don't think yeah. it was like T and Doe get bigger pancakes than everybody else. <laughs> I'm sure they, as as attempting to live their truth, yes. air quotes truth, um, they were in solidarity with the rest so of the. So you want to hear this Gate. creepy uh, member talk about his castration? Yes, I do. I listened to this earlier. Some may say, "Well, boy, it's it's quite a irreversible step," and. I just wanted to say that I'm familiar with irreversible steps and tell you what, I don't know if you remember Doe talking about that some students had chosen, had proven to him that they desired to have their vehicles neutered. And I'm one of those students that did that. And I can't tell you how free that has made me feel. I've been here long enough from the time I had that operation to know the freedom that it offers me. You are Why does he look like he has earbuds in? <laughs> does it? Yeah, it looks like he has, like, headphones in his ears. I don't know if his ears are just weird and the lighting is off. No, his ears are just fucked. Okay. But yeah, that dude is the fucking stereotypical cartoon or caricature of a eunuch. Like, that's what he looks like. He yeah. looks like a eunuch. Yeah, like he should be working in some uh, some harem somewhere for some sultan. I know. So I can't have I can't have sex with the ladies because I have no balls. Okay. But occasionally they make me, you know, tongue punch their no no hole. Okay, castration. Okay, is is a good word to use for what they did. Um, but saying you were neutered, 
is strange. Um, I think I think because they want to put it in a much more clinical term. Neutered, That's why they're using neutered because they view their bodies much more as like when they went there, it would be like the same thing as, well, I'm going to go have a restrictor plate put in my car because my car goes too fast and I can't I can't be trusted to control my car. Yeah. So I need to have something that stops me from being able well, to suppose go too fast. It was Apple White to uh, resist his gay urges. Apple White was the third person that underwent the procedure, though, and his was botched horribly. They went to and Mexico. Like, they went to yep. Mexico to get their. You know balls how many people off. go to Mexico for elective surgeries? That is a rich American tradition. Okay, so that was a place that you went in the fifties to get a sex change operation. Yeah, so and it did not reassignment turn out surgery. Well. No, it, it generally didn't. But it's Mexico. No, 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 no disparaging to Mexicans or to Mexico itself. I much love, much love for the place, you know, but I, I don't know that it's known for its hygienic hospital. There's conditions. some stuff I want to talk to you about off air. We'll have to get into it eventually. Um, but, uh, it's just like now I have this crazy little dog, right? And, um, the, the neutering might help his craziness calm down, but also part of me has this whole thing of like this whole neutering of dogs is like, you're cutting off some of their, um, Essentially, their testosterone and stuff, and it is. Yeah, is it bad? Like, it, but a lot of people do it. But it's just like, has that just become the norm? It's just the whole idea of the same thing. Where you know what my views are on on certain shots that you get. Like, do you need like in the the Anthony Fauci book? Just to weirdly bring this up, do you really need sixty nine shots before you're eighteen? Because that's all of them. If you go along with all of them, it's like sixty nine. Do you really need all that shit? I don't think they're all mandatory. No, they're not. They're they not. Might, they're they not. But if Canada, you would go, you if you would go through all of them in the states, it's sixty nine by the time you're eighteen. Right, but what I'm saying is that I don't think those are all mandatory. They're I not. A, a good portion of them are mandatory because it's like if you're going to go to public school, you have to have your TB, you have to have your mumps, you have to have your rubella. You that's have to why have, I'm homeschooling my kids. <laughs> Good luck. I know, but that's that's my view. I'm going to find a place. That's just my view. No, I have no I, I specific. If you're people, independently yeah. wealthy and you have enough money to sustain yeah. it, and you can hire yeah. tutors and stuff for your kids. By all means, do it as long as you have other things set up so your kids can get the socialization, which yeah. is one of the biggest parts that you get. One of the biggest things you get from school is learning how to act like a person around yeah. other people. No, I know, and that's what uh, my girlfriend's point is. Uh, I guess my fiance, your fiance. Uh, yeah. Point. Yeah, and and that's that you know that uh, we've ha- we've talked about not getting our kids any shots at all. Just to really bring this up because it's kind of culty in my opinion. Uh, but and I know there's difference of opinion on that. But I I know sp- people that don't give those to their kids, and their kids right. never get fucking sick. Like never get sick, and they're like they their intelligent level their intelligence level seems higher than other kids. And I'm not saying it's because of that, but I, I've said that story, but I know a teacher specifically knows her kid changed after th- three years old. So it isn't, that's why it just got brought up that it's just interesting how people go along with these medical procedures because essentially you get conditioned to believe that, well, this is the way everyone else is doing this. So it is but, interesting. It's, it's what's, the, what's the one common thing we've learned about health? There is no such thing as a one size fits all approach no, to health. So no. saying that every single person, and I will agree with you that I'm sure, and even like, uh, you know, obviously being as close to the border as I am, I get Canadian radio stations. And one of the ones that I listen to is Jazz FM. And, you know, I, there were, there was a, a, a uh, I believe it was a, a Pfizer 
or a Moderna advertisement that came on. And at the very ass end of it, it hit the no vaccine is 100 percent safe. And, you know, there are side effects that can occur. And it's like, well, that's a staunch fucking turn that you've taken from the last two years. <laughs> I know, it's the whole thing of like, take this pill. Do you have Alzheimer's? You can take this pill to help your memory. But you get you have constant diarrhea. Um, you have headaches. You may your menstrual cycle might change. It's just like these list of things and how pharmaceutical companies were allowed to essentially take over advertisement, which um, in Canada, United States, and a couple places in the UK are the only places on earth that allow advertisement from big pharma. And there's a lot of places yeah. that actually don't. Russia doesn't. Most country, yeah, but Russia is very much like. Remember, Russia is also very much under the control of the Orthodox Church yes, right now. Yeah, or under not the control, but the influence, because Putin is very pro Eastern yeah. Orthodoxy. And the Eastern Orthodox are hardcore in their beliefs. I'm yeah. not going to disparage them. I'm not going to disparage their ideas because I respect how hardcore they are in their beliefs. But I, you know, in the same breath, I'm just like, yeah, don't don't push it on me. And I have no problem with you. And, but you start showing up and trying to crusade. I'm, I'm going to cut you down. Yeah, and, and I, that's why I've, I keep saying, you know, we're going to get into different things when it comes to certain episodes. And um, there obviously there's some fans out there that's like, stay on topic. But there is people out there that enjoy our back and forth when we get into certain topics and just certain thoughts come to our mind. And all I'm saying is that we love everybody and that I your choices are your choices. It's just we should have freedom of choice with when it comes to anything in this yes. lifetime. And if it has negative yes. consequences, it can have negative consequences on both sides. You know, you, could, yes. you know, on both sides of it, it could be negative. If you get something, you could have a negative impact. If you don't get something, it could have a negative impact. So it is about freedom of choice, in my opinion, on everything. Informed consent should be the way people make yes. their decisions, not 100%. on social pressure, peer pressure, yes. coercion. or, you know, coercion. Yes. So Michael, Conyers, an early recruit, said that the uh, the appeal of Applewhite and Netto's message was in how they were talking to like his Christian heritage, but in modern uh, kind of update, like it was updated. It was in this yeah, way that's in modern language yeah. versus it being in the old English, which is, is inaccessible for most people, especially people that are coming around in the, the era of the birth of tech. Yeah. The birth of the tech boom when everything's going to start getting faster and, and instant, more instantaneous and like. You know, like take shit, for example, like that we take for granted now for everybody out there that enjoys their pornography and is old enough to remember yeah. having to wait for the page to load. Yeah, I've told that story, like, right? That's a nude. I, 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 the, I fir- the first time I ever came was um, to a picture of as weird as it is Madonna naked because she was many, many times naked. Um, I, I when I was a kid, I know, I know, I know I this I just I had a fascination. I don't care about saying this. Um, of seeing celebrities naked because they were like, you knew them, you saw them on television and stuff. So to see them naked was like, Oh, and when I was like, I don't know, I don't know. It's like 10 or that could have been fucking nine. I don't know. It's when the internet was first like really blowing up. I remember this like loading of this picture of Madonna nude and she's not even that attractive. It was just that it was really not. I know. And it was just like, you know, it was just, it was the times and you know, the internet was the wild, wild west. And I, I enjoy watching porn i do think it fucked my psyche when i was young because i i grew up in the internet age same i do think i would say unrestricted access to porn at a developmental age will skew your view of of sexuality in general i I 100 agree with that yes i don't think that people should not have access to porn at all but i I think that you know maybe well the government in 2001 where you can't moderate yourself yes then 
you that, probably yeah, shouldn't have really bad. unfettered access to it. So they have, like, you know, the like I've said this before, the government had access to able to supposedly take down all the internet, porn internet. Supposedly they, they were able to do this in 2001, and they chose not to because it was a freedom of liberty. And when I yes. think it was some, when some country got liberated, I think it was, um, there's some country that got liberated. Uh, in the last, I don't know, 10 years or yeah, something. I know what you're talking about. And they said they broadcast porn, porn on the TV to yeah. let them know they were free. You yeah. are free. You can watch sex. It's so, it's so strange to me, but it can mess You don't have head. to watch the farm animals fuck anymore to get off. And yeah, and you know, I mentioned too, Necro. Look up the rapper Necro. I was listening to this shit when I was like 14. He has a whole album called The Sexorcist. It skewed my image of essentially how to treat women at the time when I was a young teenager. I was like going from one girl to the next and not caring. And that's what I'm saying. Be careful. Sure, teenage boys do. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Be careful that's what not, the internet can do. It's not even fault other than your hormones, my dude. Yeah, be careful what the internet can do to you. So, but back on topic. Yes. Yeah, so, so, like, you know, and for example, when talking about like how they do, you know, this Christian heritage and them doing a modern approach to it, Heaven's Gates apparently taught that Mary was impregnated mm-hmm. by being taken in a spacecraft. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I, I did that say. That goes into what we were talking God, about, about how deep. he believes that. That consciousness entered Jesus when he was baptized. That mm. The person who was born was not the divine person, but rather the consciousness was the essence of the divine. So what yeah. I was wondering about that, because I didn't find anything, is that how does the virgin birth even factor into that? Yeah, and like, it's, it's, it's going yeah. buffet style from Christianity and New Age movements where you're like, I like this. I like this. You know, I, I like know this. it's taking everything. And that's why there is this belief that, you know, maybe that is uh, correct in some fashion, because I've heard stories um, of people that had encounters with reptilians. There's uh, one specific person. Um, God, what's her name? God damn it. What's her name? Uh, she has a bunch of weird YouTube videos where she's sitting in her house and there, you can hear like chickens cawing and stuff like that. She lives in this backwoods kind of place. And she described how she believes she was pregnant and she felt it and that all of a sudden it was taken away from her and that there's this theory that aliens impregnate people in their dreams or in like they're in sleep when they're unconscious. And this is a weird one and that they end up impregnating them and then taking they let the seed grow to a certain extent and then they take that seed away from you and so they can do it in their fucking laboratories up on some space station. And this is where obviously they're getting some of this info too. Right. Uh, the way that thought process of like, well, that's could be possible. That goes back to the old incubi succubi myth. So, yeah, it's interesting. So, um, Michael kind of explains now as unbelievable as that sounds, that was an answer that was better than just the plain virgin birth. It was technical. It had physicality to it, which I understand that it's like a way of explaining things. And I've always said this too. I was like, the idea of aliens does explain everything. It does. If you you can connect it to absolutely everything, David Icke does to an extent. But like the this idea that everything is connected through aliens intervening, which it may not be true, but it's it sounds nice. It sounds like you can that use it to it. fill in the holes yes. in a lot of stories. But I mean, you can do that with anything too. You can be like, there's a race of bug people that actually live under the earth, and they come up and they've they've been helping mankind throughout all these times. And the reason that the pyramids were built is because you had five thousand beetle people that were pushing these boulders, and it was nothing for them because they're used to pushing five thousand times their own weight. And if they're the size of humans, then you know they can push even more than that. Um, I I don't know. I think there is insecticides. My view, my point. I think there's aliens of every 
Grayson being. See, I was just talking off the cuff. Like I've never read anything about that. I was just making that shit up. Uh, it's true. There is many. Um, it's funny because there is a theories of that too. So the problem was that the cult was operating on a clock. Followers believed that if they stayed on Earth long enough, they would feel uh, they would face the recycling and the destruction of Earth as a planet would be wiped clean. And this is what if I watched. Uh, I watched fucking Applewhite's his two hour um, initiative tapes. He says the same shit over yeah. and over again. He, Did you watch his two hour exit statement? No. Is is that part of his initiative? No, tapes? I don't think so. No, it's different. But it's it's still a minute and or an hour and fifty seven minutes long. And I got he, like ten minutes into it and was like, no. He says the same thing over and over again. He does. He repeats yeah. himself. He repeats constantly. himself. Ad nauseum. At first, Nettles and Applewhite were convinced it wouldn't come to that. After all, a spaceship run by the Tila, the beings, was supposed to arrive for them before the apocalypse. So they're like, you know, we're good. You know, it's the rapture idea. So, but you know what it came to in the end. Every doomsday cult makes the same mistake. You make a doomsday date at way too close of an interval. Say it's going to happen 4,000 years from now. But also, I guess the point of that being, if you say it's going to happen 4,000 years from now, who's going to take you seriously? They're going to be like, yeah, well, that's somebody else's problem. I don't care. So fate, however, threw a wrench in their plans when Bonnie Nettle died of cancer in 1985. Her death was a severe blow to Applewhite, not only emotionally, but philosophically. He fucking probably lost his mind. He has to revamp his own system, but that that gives credence to him believing in his own ideas. I don't have my peep anymore. What am I going to do? Now you're the lone survivor. You're the lone cult fucking leader. On a a human level, you can empathize with the dude because that was his best friend and he, you know, that was his confidant. And and it's often spoken about whether this is something that was rewritten later for people to be able, for Applewhite to kind of shift the blame of everything onto Nettles. Yes. But it really did seem like she was the one guiding him for the longest time. Like he looked to her. Yes. Yes. For idea and inspiration. He, without but her, he probably was lost. We know, we know as a gay stereotype that gay men have very complicated relationships with their mothers. Oftentimes. Yes. Yeah. Oftentimes. And it's a stereotype. It's not always true. It's not, you know, the strict yes. requirement but it's more common than most people in my community would ever admit. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And is for all the things I've been through and seen in my life, it does make a lot of sense too. Because I've, I've, you know, I, I was a fucking emo kid. I grew up with a lot of friends that were bi and gay and stuff like that. And you know, some of them got essentially fucked up by the way their parents thought about them and their decisions and stuff like that too. Fucks people up. Well, that that just comes with the natural thing of being a, a teenager in the Western world is yeah. that you have the freedom to rebel and you're going to in whatever way is going to piss your parents off most. Yep. I've been trying to wake my mom up to the fact that the government is fucking evil for fucking uh, 18, 18 years, maybe 17 years. Oh, Thomas, you and your conspiracy phrase. Yeah. It's not a phrase, mom. <laughs> the government's poisoning the reptilians. Exist. I was going off about her on reptilians when I was like 16. <laughs> So Nettles was uh, Nettles' death had a potentially to call in question a number of the cult's teachings. Perhaps the most pressing is why did she die before the Tila came to pick them up? Why why was she dead before that? You know, it's like why? Well, they found a way to explain it away too, almost as though like in a very Jesus way, I go now to prepare a place for you. Yeah, sort of thing where it's like we're gonna go see T, 
And I, I think that might have been a selling point for a lot of the, the members. And they, get, they do saying, get We're to gonna that, go yeah. rejoin T. T is waiting for us yeah. on this ship. It's like she 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 told them where to find us and, well, well, and Apple White's we must alone. go. He's sitting alone. He's like, you you were my beard. You 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 enabled me to hide my gayness. And now you're gone. And the closet has opened again. <laughs> and this closet is full of leather and big fun toys and big strapping burly men wearing harnesses and oh. Got a question. Oh, got a question. Yeah. You uh, just, I don't know. It's just a fucking random question. Are you uh, are you a twink or a bear guy? If you were to choose, twink. No bear. Bear then. Like what, what you prefer? One, been with one twink who was like five years younger than me, and was uh, one of one of my my dream lays for the longest time, which was this super weird skinny goth kid that fucking uh, or goth <laughs> dude. I shouldn't say fucking kid. We were, were both younger. Um, but yeah, this goth dude that was into like a lot of the same shit that I was into, but the sex was weird, and it was like, yeah. See, that's why me and Billy always joke that we'd be the perfect couple to go to a gay bar because I'm the bear of a fucking hairy ass chest, and then fucking yeah, join the club. I know, and then <laughs> Billy's like a hairless twink. Billy skinny. looks like he should be a fucking twink. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm I'm much more into uh to, to bears and to not skin like so I I've had buddies really say like if dudes. you went to a gay bar, guys would be all over you. And I'm oh, like, you no, they would. You're because. You're, you're well groomed. You're well put together. Yeah. You're funny, and you're you're silly. You would absolutely fucking yeah. No, you'd clean house, and I'd be sitting in the corner all angry. No, we we got we got to do fuck? that. We got to have fuck. We got to do that. What is go drinking? Go do like a drag show. Nobody wants really otters anymore, man. You guys just want <laughs> cubs. I hate all of you. Oh, fuck be, you. We, if me and Charles can ever come down to Buffalo, we'll have to do that and go to like a drag show. As much as like I'm iffy about some of the some. I'm not saying all oh, some of the trans movement stuff. Uh, I it would be funny to go to a drag show. Trans lives matter, Tom. I know. I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying it's yes, a fucking... Yes, you are, you bigot. No, I'm saying kidding. it's an in-between. It's a weird fucking thing. Um, also, for the video that you posted about the trucker convoy, because we've mentioned this a couple times, going through Buffalo, there's many people on TikTok when I posted, I get thousands of views that were like, the in-betweens, people were killing themselves, loving that shit. Fellas, ladies, in-betweens. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, fellas and ladies and... <laughs> In betweens, <laughs> like yeah, great. I meant it, it was heartfelt. I, it I wasn't. It wasn't like maybe look like, in betweens. I'm just like yeah, fucking all of you, all of you, all Everyone of you. That I love you this. from the bottom of my heart. Go give that piece of shit hell. Yep. So that's that's my thing, man. No. I just want I just want people to fucking be free. I, me I just, too. I just me want too. People to stand up to oppression wherever it stands, wherever you, it rears. You it, always tell me you go on the fucking bar on the week, on Fridays. Always like damn, like if this shit ends and we can put an end to this stuff where there's no discrimination and stuff like that. That I'm I had the ability to come to Buffalo and we can actually hang out. Probably every two or three months. That's why oh, I I you, you better you better just take a couple days off, and I'll I'll take a couple days off, and we'll have a long weekend. You can just crash on my couch, and I we'll know. just go around Buffalo being stupid. I'll take you to the American side of the falls, and you'll be like, "This is terrible." <laughs> terrible. Why I'm, aren't we going to Clifton Hill right now? And we can go to Clifton Hill. That's why I want the shit to end. I'm done with this bullshit. I want to leave. So is everybody else. So it was then that Apple White began to relay very. Heavily on one particular strain of the cult's beliefs, human bodies were merely vessels or vehicles that were carried them on to the journey and could be abandoned when they were ready to ascend to the next level. I do have belief in that. This is a, I did a whole uh, uh, video on TikTok about uh, uh, my views on abortion. 
and how um, I were like to people like this is a vessel for all those religious people that are like you're killing uh, killing a baby you're killing a soul it doesn't make fucking sense because if you kill that fucking cell or that baby or whatever you want to see it as this life why 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 would you think that that soul is gonna die and stay in that dead baby it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense no, especially as a religious person, it doesn't make sense. Well, the religious thing is so the reason that that's such a big thing is because the whole Catholic idea of original sin that anytime a penis goes into a vagina, it carries on original sin. Original yes. sin is a fucking biblical STD, which is dumb as fuck. It's that's that you know that's my point that this is a vessel, this is a vehicle. They can you know when you die, you learn you lose like thirty four grams of whatever weight or something. No, it's not thirty four grams. It's allegedly seven grams, and I don't even know if that's real. That might be bullshit too. I don't know. You have a soul. That's one thing I know. You, <laughs> you lose three pounds because you shit yourself. You remember the Iron Giant? Okay. You have a soul. I Are you referencing that. a children's movie? I love that movie. Right now. Uh, Nettles and Applewhite said. I'm not a gun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love I Actually, that movie makes me cry, man. I love that movie. That movie. Yeah. That movie is a tearjerker for sure. So I was going to say that movie, you know, like, you all right, bro? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just rolling a joint, man. I, just got, I chopped onions earlier, and I just uh, <laughs> shut up, shut the fuck up. So Nettles and Applewhite <laughs> oh said, uh, Nettles Applewhite said had left her body and returned amongst the teal of beings. Of course he did. Anyway, he spin it, but he apparently still had work to do on the uh, that he like he still had the work to do on this planet, this this existence, this plane of existence, and would finish out their project and guide the cult members to meet her, like you said. And it was subtle but important shifts in the cult's ideology and would have far-reaching and dangerous consequences so you're ready to get into the mass suicide oh yeah tom that wasn't the mass suicide it was the exiting of the vehicles and i would appreciate it if you would show them some respect and dignity and give them some applesauce and some phenobarbital and some booze and let them let them get a couple plastic bags and This is uh, intense. So members of the Heaven's Gates believe that suicide was wrong, but their definition of suicide was far different from the traditional one. They believe the true meaning of suicide was turning uh, was turning against the next level when it was being offered to them. Tragically, this fatal offer was made in March 1997. It was I've actually got the page's official stance against suicide, if you'd like me to read it. Do that up. Let's do it. Like, Directly off the Heaven's Gate website. So, Sweet. Uh, <clears throat> our position against suicide. We know that it is only while we are in these f- physical vehicles, bodies, that we can learn the lessons needed to complete our own individual transition, as well as to complete our task of offering the kingdom of heaven to, of the civilization to one last time. We take good care of our vehicles so that they can function well for us in this task, and we try to protect them from any harm. We fully desire, expect, and look forward to boarding a spacecraft from the next level very soon in our physical bodies. There is no doubt in our mind that our being picked up is inevitable in the very near future. But what happens between now and then is the big question. We are keenly aware of several possibilities. It could happen, be, it could happen that before that, that spacecraft comes, one or more of us could lose our physical vehicles due to recall, accident, or at the hands of some <laughs> irate individual. We do not anticipate that recall is a factory. We do not anticipate this, but it is possible. 
Another possibility is that because of the position we take in our information, we could find so much disfavor with the powers that control this world that there could be attempts to incarcerate us or subject us to some sort of psychological or physical torture, mm. such as occurred at both Ruby Ridge and Waco. <laughs> Funny. They, that influenced them heavily was, was Ruby Ridge and Waco. It has always been our way to examine all possibilities and be mentally prepared for whatever may come our way. For example... Consider what happened at Masada around 73 AD, a devout Jewish sect after holding out against a siege by the Romans to the best of their ability and seeing that the murder, rape and torture of their community was inevitable, determined that it was permissible for them to evacuate their bodies by a more dignified and less agonizing method. We have thoroughly discussed this topic of willful exit of the body under such conditions and have mentally prepared ourselves for this possibility, as can be seen in a few of our statements. However, this act certainly does not need serious consideration at this time, and hopefully will not in the future. The true meaning of suicide is to turn against the next level when it is being offered. In these last days, we are focused on two primary tasks. One, of making the last attempt at telling the truth about how the next level may be entered, our last effort at offering to individuals of this civilization the way to avoid suicide— and two, taking advantage of the rare opportunity we have each day to work individually on our personal overcoming and change in preparation for entering the kingdom of heaven. So we're going to talk about suicide. And I call back to one of our other episodes. How fucked would it be if when Applewhite gets on the ship, Nettles is there and she's with Mr. Lonely himself? <laughs> oh, oh talking- that Akon! Causing trouble wherever he goes. Akon cruising the galaxy for pussy. Mr. Lonely. It's just funny because, yeah, because honestly, throw back to that episode, too. But, you know, since we're talking about suicide, you know, if you don't know the song, get hip to it. Suicide, it's a suicide. That doom? No, that's Grave Diggers. Before Jizza ever fucking joined Wu Tang Clan, that's Grave Diggers. Yeah, Diggers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Suicide. Why does that it's like a doom? suicide. Suicide. It's a suicide. The I whole, know I've heard that song, but whole I songs about committing suicide. <laughs> I always thought Gra- I'm apparently not as fucking Wu as I thought I was. I always thought Grave Diggers was a solo project after Wu Tang. No, it was before it, which is crazy. No before shit. Okay. Even fucking joined Wu Tang. I love Grave Diggers. I have that album on CD. Let's see, everyone's seen that album cover with the yeah. the switchblade up against his face. Fucking sick. So it's not clear exactly whether Applewhite got the idea that there was a UFO traveling behind Hale-Bopp, or the brewing comment was uh, forthcoming appearance was uh, kind of being forecast by the excited press. So some blame Art Bell. I love him. Oh, I love Art Bell. So that was in the book that I was I was reading as well. Uh, it wasn't just Art Bell, but they blamed Art Bell. They blamed Bill Cooper. They blamed everyone in the conspiracy community, much in the same way that they, you know, Alex Jones was blamed for the dude that showed up uh, yeah. for the Pizzagate bullshit, so, which yeah. is hilarious for all of you that don't know the building that this supposedly happened and doesn't have a basement. So I, yeah, and it bring up like Art Bell and strange conspiracy theories and stuff like that. I just got uh, 1984. I read it when I was like 15. It's been a long time. I read it actually over the internet. So I got an actual copy of it. Um, but you know what I've, I've skimmed through on the internet, but actually never had a physical copy of is be, uh, behold the pale horse, which um, I'm definitely getting that from my collection. Cause I have a huge collection of um, 
books. Like there's a right over there um, for the YouTube listeners there and the Twitch listeners. I have a huge collection of books. <coughs> I have a massive, like I have a library literally of books. Yes, that's the copy I want because that's fucking sick. Anton has a copy. I want to shout read out to through. my brother for that copy. I want to read through all that shit. So obviously, our it's bell hefty. Yes, the conspiracy theorist and radio show host behind the popular program Coast to Coast AM, along with obviously George Nori, uh, for publicizing. No, fuck George Nori. George Nori wasn't even on there at that point in yeah, time. Yeah. It's Art Bell or nothing. For a publicizing that maybe yeah. it's Catholic angels instead of aliens. True. Fuck you, Nori. The publicization and the delusion that there was a, maybe a companion object in the shadow of Hale-Bopp. It was hard to see how Bell could have anticipated what obviously increasingly Warren, the frazzled Applewhite, would do with it, obviously with this information. But in 1996, members of T's clan began re, uh, renting a large home, which they called the Monastery. Uh, 90, uh, a 9,200 square, um, 9,200 square uh, feet mansion in Rancho Santa Fe, California. $7,000 a month to rent this in the mid-90s. Holy fuck. That's a fucking expensive. Yep. Tra- let, me, let me translate that for inflation. <clears throat> Please keep going. Yeah, uh, on March 9th, uh, 19th or the 20th, Marshall Applewhite taped himself in Doe's final exit. Speaking of mass suicide, the only way to evacuate this Earth after asserting that the spacecraft was trailing Comet Hale-Bob, that in this event would represent the closure of Heaven's Gates. Applewhite pursued 38 followers to prepare for the ritual suicide so their souls could abort supposed the supposed craft you ready for it yeah how much do you think seven thousand dollars in 1992 is worth today uh uh 30 grand that's way too high i was gonna say 20 originally but i was like maybe i have to go higher thirteen thousand two hundred and twenty two dollars okay that's not fucking- 14 grand a month to rent this fucking house Oh, essentially do with inflation. I don't know. Canadian inflation is, I think, worse. Um, but thanks to fucking true fucking true. Don't. But um, so Applewhite believe that after their deaths and the uh, unidentified flying object, the UFO would take their souls uh, to another level of existence be, uh, above human, which he described as being both physical and spiritual. The pepper, the preparations Preparation H. Uh, the prep- you named it Preparation H? Is that, uh, is that what you did? <laughs> yeah, Preparations A through J were a complete and utter failure. <laughs> the preparation we now H- have Preparation <laughs> H. The preparation included each member's videotaping a farewell message, which is pretty deep if you watch those. Um, did you watch them all? I watched clips of it. It's fucking long. <clears throat> For the exit videos? Yeah. I watched most of them. Crazy. I think I had like 15 to 20 minutes left in the uh, the actual video yeah. itself. So the group init- uh, initially attempted to, uh, the castration by one of the members, a former nurse, performed the castrations, but the uh, initial attempt was very unsuccessful, uh, which is crazy. It almost resulted in the patient's death and caused at least one member to leave Heaven's Gates cult. So they had to, what, I think they had to be hospitalized, right? Applewhite almost died yes. from his castration. A couple of them, it was more or less okay with minimal complications, but Applewhite straight up almost died. And I guess they, there's a lot of reports from members that were talking about how after the castration, he like 
was like, oh, this is a terrible idea. I don't know why we did this. This was really bad. I, I made a mistake. And they're like, no, it's okay. Which I think that, if anything, just tightened and strengthened the resolve of the team members where they're like, even, even Doe has a moment of weakness. So our moments of weakness should not be considered, you know, a, a, a unforgivable sin against the kingdom of heaven do, because it, how do you think they did it? How do you do a castration? Um, we mean how you do it. It's, it would be the same thing. You probably go in, you open the sack, you, you uh, crimp anything that's going to bleed out. You snip it, you cauterize it and it's done. I don't like it. I don't like anything. No. I think I don't like uh, as weird as it is. I, I know this is a vessel. I don't like thinking about what goes on inside my body. It trips me out. Yeah, I can I can watch horror movies all day, yes. every day. Don't no, give can't a fuck. Watch but if I have to watch actual documentation of medical footage, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not okay with this. Uh, every castration that followed his initial one was done in a hospital to kill themselves. Members took. Uh, well, how do you say this again? Phenobarbital? Phenobarbital. Phenobarbital mixed with applesauce or pudding. Come on. It wasn't pudding. So in the book where they got the inspiration for it, uh, a man uh, was, it was a doctor that that's, uh, was basically explaining how to people with terminal illnesses can take their lives with dignity. And he said the best, most efficient, least painful, like most peaceful way to go about it would be to take a bunch of phenobarbital, crush it up, mix it in with pudding, eat the pudding, drink a bunch of booze to amplify the effect, put a plastic bag around your head, and as you slowly drift off to sleep, you will then ex- uh, asphyxiate yeah. while you have the bag around your head. So wait, phenobarbital is the same shit that they do to clean hair products or hair combs and stuff in barbershops, is it not? No, that's... Is it not? No, 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 it's not. No, phenobarbital is like sleeping pills. I believe it's a barbiturate, which has more or less been banned. Isn't that something? That is, barbicide. Barbicide is a shit that's And it's that's poisonous. Used. You can drink it and kill yourself. Yeah, but I'm assuming that's going to basically be the equivalent of drinking bleach. That ain't going to yeah. be peaceful for anyone. No. That's going to be burning your organs on the way down. Whereas phenobarbital and alcohol slows your breathing, slows your heart rate, and just eventually puts you to sleep. That's, and then once yeah. that shit's all super slow and you're already unconscious, the plastic bag finishes the job and, and now takes in, away all the yeah. guesswork. And now in Sweden, you can kill yourself in a fucking tube. In a pod. <laughs> they, they raise the nitrogen levels to a point. And you got to wonder, is, like, is it painful or is it painless? Which I yeah. I honestly think that in in my beliefs of freedom, you should have the right to take your life should you desire. I agree, and that's my I, well uh, another episode for another day. But essentially, I I believe my whole belief is you chose to come here. I do believe that you. I I believe in that idea that you choose your parents, you choose your birthday. It represents your personality on this physical plane. It's my theories. Um, and that, uh, if you, ch- and I've always, I've said this since I was a kid, uh, a teenager, if you choose, if you chose to come here, I think you can choose when to leave. That's your choice. It might yeah. affect people negatively on this physical plane, but either way you have a choice. If you really find this existence that horrible, because I do believe you, and I'm not fucking promoting this uh, suicide whatsoever at all. Cause I was a suicidal kid, uh, when I was like 12 and 13 and I tried to hang myself, which I don't care about saying, cause I was a crazy kid and you know, my mom took away my horror movies and it made me depressed. And I joke about this because I was just in this f- crazy mind. I had all these VHSs collected of fucking scream. I on Elm street to fucking Friday the 13th. I loved horror movies. She thought they were obviously, 
actually uh, impacting me, impacting me negative, uh, negatively. So, um, I fucking tried to hang myself uh, more or less for attention. I was a kid. I didn't know what I was doing. And, but I do have that belief that if you choose to come here, you can choose when to leave. I, I agree. I don't think that a suicidal teenager should be allowed to take themselves out. No. I think if anything, they should, that, that life should no, be preserved no. for as long as possible while yes. their, their brains are still developing because there's always hope Yes. for any of you, any of you uh, younger listeners out there that are, that are listening and struggling with that. Know that you're not alone. We've no, you're not alone. most of us here at, at strange brew have, well, it can't be for most of us, but Tom and I have both definitely dealt with the dark, dark, dark. And when Juan was that nerdy our brain kid, that tells Juan, us that. Yeah. Juan definitely, de- definitely had the thoughts of suicide. Um, I'm I not think, going into mine or anything or, or my yeah. acts on that either, but it, it, you know, to, to paraphrase a really odd movement that I semi support and semi don't because of the people involved with it, but it gets better. It, it does in many it does. ways. It, it's, it, it gets better if you make it get better, but yeah. you have to have to take the initiative and be like, you have to, you have to do the introspection and do the, the long, dark tea time of the soul and figure out what is it that you want from uh, life and, and how do you go about Mushrooms help. <laughs> they do. Mushrooms help way more than just drinking. Yeah, I know. Drinking no, don't help. Yeah, next month I've already talked to uh, my fiance, but I want to start. Uh, I want to start uh, microdosing mushrooms, um, especially because uh, you know I'm pretty a pretty positive person, but I do have a certain anger issues when it comes to things and the way that the whole um, COVID bullshit has been going on. It has irked me to my core, the people that don't see what's really actually happening. And it's has weighed on my mental health because I constantly talk about it. And I constantly research it where the point where it's just like, you know, I got to lay off it a bit and I got to take care of my mental health. And I do think mushrooms is a way for you to look outside of yourself and look in deeply of who you really are. It can certainly cause uh, a break for an unstable individual, or if somebody's having serious paranoid delusions, it could yes. amplify them. It's less likely to amplify them than booze. Yes, I will. I will say. Yeah. But yeah, it's not for everybody. But for yes. certain people, it, it it has great benefits. Yes. Uh, so to kill themselves, you know, they they the, the uh, phenobarbital um, alcohol, which is crazy because they were a strict uh, part of their their thing. And I'm sorry, I forgot now. Yeah. Part of their thing was uh, adherence to sobriety. Now, yeah. along with abstinence, they were a sober cult. Yes. So they got to go out drunk because they did take, they downed it with vodka. Um, can you do Cosby telling uh, the uh, members? I knew you were going to take it there. Can you tell Cosby to take his members' life? Okay, everybody. Now, now this is, we're preparing to board the Coca-Cola Kodak film spaceship. I want you all to take your jello pudding cups with the phenobarbital inside of them. And I want you to go take a nice sleepy ha ha ha. And then I got a couple of the drinks with the Spanish fly. And they got some booze in them as well. It'll help you all transition peacefully to the next level. And uh, just leave your pants unbuttoned a little bit because the aliens are going to need to hand take pants <laughs> off. And, uh, you know, it's going to be right before you pass away, but I'm going to. I mean, the aliens are going to. Uh, I, I and the aliens are going to give you a brief examination <laughs> before we board the ship. So additionally, obviously, they, <laughs> they secured plastic bags around their heads after ingesting the mixture to induce infixi- uh, asphyxiation. So all 39 were dressed in identical black shirts, sweatpants, and brand new white Nikes. You think one of them, as they were dying, would just decide, like, as they're asphyxiating, they just get a raging heart on, and they're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I could have been doing this the whole time. I discovered my kink. 
Bro, you know how you know how expensive a pair of Nike decades is on eBay right now? How much? Like five grand. I could imagine, man. Nikes get like Jordan's Nikes too and stuff. They like, no, they re-released the decade at one point in time, and it was like, bro, that's that's it's not bad taste, but I I also I don't wear Nikes. I wear Adidas. So kind of yeah. want a pair of Nike decades. I actually I I I own Adidas. Nothing. I have like three different pairs of Adidas. Bro, I'm fucking I, head to toe in three stripes right now. I know. I, I, I know don't you play. are. And uh, I, I was trying to get my Adidas outfit. I don't know where it is. It's got to be buried in my You've closet. Got my full, my full slug tracksuit. Yes, I have a tracksuit. I, <laughs> I do have a black tracksuit, the exact same as yours. Uh, great minds think alike. Uh, but yeah, three stripes every day. I do own um, uh, Jordan Air One, so obviously I gotta have those. Are they black? Yes. Are you are you are you a straight black pair of Jordans kind of kid? Yes, hundred percent. Of course you are. Of course you are. So obviously, you know, they're you know, they're decades of athletic shoes. Uh they wore armbands <laughs> with Heaven's Gates away team. Just fucking Yeah, so the original tracksuits were uh scrapped. The original idea was scrapped because they they wanted that Heaven's Gate away team yeah. on them, and they carried with them a five dollar bill. Yeah, three quarters in their pocket, and the reason for that was when they would go out and they would evangelize and attempt to recruit new members, they would always carry that with them, so to make sure that they were never stranded anywhere. Well, and that's and it's, yeah, fare. it says supposedly the quarters in their pockets is a reference to the Huck film, in which it states that the uh, cost five dollars and seventy five cents to ride the tail of the comet, hail, the comet to heaven. How would it cost that much of your head? Like, I doubt I that know. spaceships. I don't know. Are gonna, are going to be like, do you have bus fare? It's uh, gas, so. grass, or ass. No one rides for free. Yeah, and one one member, once a member was dead, a living member would arrange the body by removing the plastic bag from a person's head, following, uh, followed by posing the body lay neatly on their the own its own bed with faces and torsos by a square of purple cloth for privacy. The shrouds. So there's the reason for the shrouds that they give is two things. One, a shroud is a traditional. What happened to that one? Did that dude vomit afterwards? Which one? That one. There's a no. The stain on the top. I don't know. Maybe it's the shot. So yeah, the aligned. So so the shrouds are a traditional death shroud. is is a a part of culture. It has been for since forever. Purple is because that was apparently uh, Bonnie Nettle's favorite color. Yeah, uh, all of their ba- as you can see right here, all of their suitcases and bags are packed. Yep, and ready they're to ready go. to that go. Looks like look at the bed. That looks yeah. like vomit. I'm I'm willing to bet that there was some discharge for some of them. Their 100%. bodies tried to reject it, and they asphyxiated on it. And but that's they, why they, they covered they them up. up they probably look disgusting. Well, but here's the thing. So those are probably the ones that went at the, the end. Those are probably the final nine that have yeah. the the stuff on them because they went 15 the first day, 15 the second day, yes. nine the last day. So and I believe Doe was a part of the second wave, not the third wave. Yeah, so the identical um, – yeah, so they put this cloth over the face and the identical clothing was used as a uniform for the mass suicide to represent unity. Whilst the Nike decades were chosen because the group got a good deal on the shoes. Yep. Literally. And the house was immaculate. So they, they cleaned the yep. house. They, they made sure all of their stuff was in order. They had all of their identification on them for easy, yep. you know, easy identification of the vehicles. Uh, they, it, it's one of the things that separates Heaven's Gate from so many other cults is that there was no violence that precipitated the change of the, the suicides. It was simply them just saying, okay, fucking ships here. It's time to go. The, they were waiting 
for their ride the whole time. Yes. And so Apple White was a fan of Nikes, I guess. Of course he was. And therefore everyone was expected to wear and like Nikes within the groups. But you know what? I like Adidas. Adidas. So, um, and Heaven's Gates also saying, uh, saying within the group, it was just do it. <laughs> just do oh it. Oh my God. Okay. Yo, yo, I was thinking, okay, for the fans. All right. I want to create uh, a shirt with Apple White from the, uh, initiative videos and having him like, just do it underneath. <laughs> I don't know if you guys rep that shit, but I definitely would. I would have it on a coffee mug. Yeah. Give me that. So they pronounce dough, uh, do they pronounce do as dough to reflect Apple White's nickname. So stupid. Just do it. Just do it. Fucking dumb as shit. Fucking kill yourself for that pun. Oh, wait. <laughs> so the, the 93 or fucking 93, the 30, there's my fucking dyslexia. God damn numerical dyslexia. The 39 people, 21 women, 18 men between the ages of 26 and 72 are believed to have died in three groups over three, six, uh, the three days <clears throat> as you, as you mentioned. Imagine if they just would have been a sex cult. Everyone could have been filling all them holes I know. all at once. It's true. Yeah, 21, 21, 21 yeah. swinging ladies yeah. and 18 strapping, uh, strapping healthy men. Yeah, I could have. Forget about it. I know. Forget about it. Forget about it. I'm not Italian. I shouldn't say that. Uh, so, uh, you know, and, you know, they, with the remaining participants cleaning up after each prior group's death, the suicides occurred in groups of 15, 15, and 9 between approximately March 22nd and tw- the March 26th. Uh, among the dead was Thomas Nichols, brother of actress uh, Nichelle Nichols, who is best yes. known for her role as Uhura, Uhura in uh, original Star Trek television show. Man, that's fucking crazy. I didn't know that's that. That's one of the reasons why they were such rabid fucking Star Trek fans is because they had crazy. a connection to Nichelle Nichols. So interesting. She She's dead now. No, she's not. Well, she's not. She's old as fuck, though. She's old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but her and uh, her and uh, alleged sex offender, George Takai. Yeah. Fuck you, you ultra liberal yeah. piece of shit. Um, that was totally unnecessary on my part, but <laughs> gives a shit. Uh, um, yeah. So they were, they were the last two that were really going around and like hawking shit for Star Trek. Like George Takai did commercials for fucking Social Security at one point in shit. time. Sellers. And uh, Nichelle Nichols is just kind of she does not look well. Like, I, I certainly think that she's probably on her way out, but. So leader Applewhite was the third to last member to die to be remained after him and were the only ones who would be found without bags over their heads. And oh, not, so he was day three then. Yes. And not having purple cloths covering their top halves before the last of the suicides, similar sex, uh, similar um, sets of packages were sent to numerous Heaven Gates affiliatives and former uh, uh, people who were affiliated with the groups um, and these individuals. And at least one media outlet, the BBC department, responsible for Lewis Turek's weird weekends, for which Heaven's Gates had earlier decline participation you cringy son of a bitch yeah i'm cringy as shit according according to one dude um but you know that's what happens when you have fucking six uh gin and tonics uh during an episode you know that they obviously this person was a part of it for a bit there's many people that left and but amongst in the list of uh recipients was rio 
D'Angelo. The package for D'Angelo received on the evening of March 25th, as other packages were sent, had contained two VHS tapes, one of Do's or Doe's final exit. The others were a farewell message of the group's followers. It also contained a letter saying that the, uh, that among other things, we have exited our vehicles just as we entered them. Upon informing his boss of the contents of the package, D'Angelo received a ride from received a ride from him from the Los Angeles to the heaven. Oh, so he got on he got on a fucking he got a ride to go to Los Angeles to the Heaven's Gates home in Rancho Santa Fe, uh, so he could verify the letter. So he actually left to go there once he got the letter. Yeah, um, <clears throat> a couple. Of their, uh, their their bits pertaining to the suicide, uh, at least one of one of the the scriptures off of their again the, the Heaven's Gate webpage yeah. is uh, therefore doth my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my father, which is John ten fifteen through yeah. eighteen. <clears throat> now it was compared. In uh, a couple things that I had seen and read, that basically what they did wouldn't could could be are considered a suicide, obviously by human standard terms, but could also be considered a do-it-yourself rapture. Yes, uh, yeah, it's true. So, and, and D'Angelo found a back door, initially left unlocked to allow access. Used a video camera to record what he had found. After leaving the house, D'Angelo's boss, who had waited outside, encouraged him to make a call to the authorities, alerting them to the discovery. The San Diego County Sheriff's, Sheriff's Department received an anonymous tip through a 911 system at 3:15 p.m. on March 26, suggesting that they checked the welfare of the res- residents days after the suicide. This caller was revealed uh, to be D'Angelo. Caller. Mm-hmm. Yes, I need to report an anonymous tip. Who do I talk to? Sheriff's Department. Okay, what is this regarding? Uh, regarding what? Caller. This is regarding the mass suicide, and I can give you the address. So, San Diego County 911 call, March 26, 1997, 3.15 p.m. The single deputy who first responded to the call entered the home through a side door, saw 10 bodies, and was nearly overcome by the pungent odor. Could you imagine how bad that fucking complex stunk? Because if you figure, (sighs) the first two waves were cleaned up after. Yes. So, 30 people were cleaned up, cleaned up after. And it was what? It was a week? It was two weeks yeah. after this had happened that they, uh, they finally came in? Yeah. Decomp starts, what, 24 hours after? 48 hours? The, the bodies were decomposing in the hot California spring. Disgusting. So yikes! After uh, after they searched, they searched through the house by two deputies, found no one alive. Both retreated until a search warrant could be procured. All thirty nine bodies were ultimately cremated. Everybody there were autopsies performed, though. That's how they found out about the castration. Yeah, I gotta check this guy's balls to make sure. He's got balls left. Uh, so oh, well, uh, you're, yeah. you're, you know, you're a mortician and or a coroner, sorry, yeah. and you're performing. Uh, how do these people die? Even though they've left, I'm sure they've left explicit information as to how they did it and what yeah. they did. And the coroners are like, okay, so phenobarbital, fucking, they're like, oh, okay, this. And I'm sure the coroner's probably like, these people have read this dude's book. Yeah. So, and then you notice when you're doing a full examination of the body because that's what happens with a full on autopsy. You're like, something's missing. 
Mm. Why are these sacks empty? <laughs> Why are they scarred? Yeah. Oh, no. All right, yeah. let's cut it open. So yeah, no balls. a little bit of the aftermath. So the Heaven's Gates evident, uh, the Heaven's Gates event was widely publicized in the media as an example of mass suicide. When the news broke of the suicides, their obviously their relation to Comet Hale Bob and the co-discovery of the comet. Um, Alan Hale was drawn into the story. Hale's phone never stopped ringing the entire day. So I can imagine it was a massive case. And let's just talk about a slight conspiracy that supposedly it may have been ding ding influenced by the reptilians. Do you know that? Did you hear about this fucking shit, bro? Well, they believed in in the uh, a very similar philosophy that David Icke has, which is the Luciferian reptilians. Yeah. Reptile wins. Reptile wins. Your wins. sound effects are really quiet on my end for some reason. Reptile wins. So there's a there's a theory that behind Comet Hale Bob, the actual UFO was a reptilian ship. That's what I've heard from my research when I've looked upon this many times. And that when they died, the reptilians exhumed their bodies and all their souls and use their souls for their experimental purposes and use their souls as a way of consuming because they live off of consuming souls the same way we live off of eating cattle. Yeah, but why would they why would they pick them up in their ship rather than allowing them to be caught in the the net that surrounds the earth and sent back down? I know, cuz there is that net. That that's why it's, but I've heard that that different theories and stuff like that one of them is the reptilian showed up and they were like, "Hey, you know what? This is easy pickings. These people are dumb. <laughs> Let's fucking go." So, uh, no, this what happens gates um we covered it in about two hours, so that was pretty good. Um, I thought it would have been slightly longer, but the fact that this is the uh, one of the craziest cult cases, um, something I've been interested in talking about for a very long time, and I'm very happy to have done it with Anton. Um, me and him are going to get into a lot of culty stuff. Um, I'm sure me and Billy will touch on some, uh, but you're uh, more versed of the cult aspects of the things that are going on on Earth and stuff like that, and... You know, I think you're a little more versed and, you know, uh, love Billy to death, but uh, he doesn't do the research as deeply. Like I say, Billy goes in blind. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's a no, little I, more, it's fun. It's fun. Like Billy goes in blind. It's hilarious most times because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> uh, damaged human psychology has always been a fascination of mine. Um, just from having to deal with, you know, the uh, the psychological medical establishment at a very young age and, and yeah. meeting many people that were, truly damaged human beings and just it, it raised so many questions to me that when I started looking and started digging, I just became fascinated and couldn't stop digging. Yeah. hundred percent. So, you know, that was, uh, that was really interesting. Um, you know, I hope everyone, uh, enjoyed this episode as, as we did, and you know, you know, support us by going to www.strangerpodcast.com. We got a new merch site up for everybody. Um, we have new designs coming. We have a really fun design coming. We have a bunch of fun, actually t-shirt designs coming. There's going to be a couple, it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's how you support us is buying merch. I, like I said, I said it. Patreon.com yeah, five it. star rate yes. and reviews, five star rate and reviews cost you nothing. People, yes. nothing. If you want to help, us out if you've been you know listening to us for a while now go on punch in those reviews it helps us reach a much broader audience it does and at the end of the yeah. at the end of the day that's you know the, the the bigger we get the better we get the more we're going to be able to sit and dedicate more of our lives into research because tom and i are both working schmucks yes we have day jobs during the week 
And, you know, we do all of this in our spare time. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, that's the best way to support us. Also, Patreon, www.patreon.com slash strangerootpodcast. We have a lot of fun stuff coming. There's, like, live streams that, you know, if you join our Twitch, uh, Invader Daggett underscore TTV or Strange Brew TTV, you can find us on Twitch where you actually kind of get more or less um, some access to things earlier on than other people would. But a lot of we play ghost hunting games games where we uh you know and we stream it where we sacrifice goats to demons we have a lot of fun yes devour is great we have a lot of fun stuff coming for that so you can watch it exclusively on patreon if you didn't catch it in the week that is up on twitch you're able to watch through and i have already had a couple uh listeners say they love the the game streaming because it's hilarious especially with Juan making Juan scream like a baby when we're playing phasma (laughs) i fucking love it it's it's great so you know what that's how you support us and we love you all guys honestly we do remember stay strange invader daggett twitched underscore ttv uh just yeah. had some brand new emotes made up for my subscribers uh, obviously as, as i am at an affiliate level which we're working to get tom at as well Fuck yeah. um and then when that happens we're gonna have some strange brew emotes so awesome. go over to invader daggett uh subscribe get access to those emotes and spread them all over the place baby Fuck yeah we, we love some- you we love you guys okay stay strange all you motherfuckers Stay strange. Time to let old things die. The Sith, Jedi, Rebels, let it all die. He's so good. No, no, you're still no, no. holding on! Let's go! Let's go. Take it on the mothership, Halo destroy the government, lace the coke with all the shit, face the void of lovelessness, makes the void the god of kids, take your voice in, hush your bitch, glorifying the void, nothing as corrupt as this, make a choice, do something, fuck the shit, enough of this, are you confused or something, dumb bitch, shut that lip, if you're lost, you lose nothing, you can't touch this, but trust in people, it's zero, looks like you need a hero, shouldn't believe everything you hear with the ears though, uh, it might be false, it's clearly dead when you can't find a pulse, and I can't find my mind at all, man's decided to climb and fall, and never push me against a wall, you pussies aren't even mad at all, Fallless odds it, it all gets godless, call quits, not this flawless, when I rock this, gods give hostages, what a product is, apocalypse monstrous, when the info gets released, the Nazi regime increases as Donnie's in his supreme seat, a congress, now let's talk about godless, nature of the beast, nations at the knees in defeat, creations of unbelief, feast on your meat, repeat after me, Satan made us free, we need faith, faith in ourselves, escaping out the hell, power dwells inside yourselves, meditate and achieve that, and maybe when you get reincarnated you won't be back, Starships went for me I'll lead the attack of your phony faith You won't make it until the golden gates Stop holding on, control your hate Sing to your own song It's a lonely place Bring the war on, no escape From the spiritual battle The wise ethereal owl And I'll die before I appear as a coward What you say, you think it matters? It doesn't, wasn't I the master of nothing? Made to something? Everything Let the past die Kill it If you have to That's the only way to become What you were meant to be